0: Music. Don't don't fuck with Nick Diaz's voice today. Very big special announcement. The Joe Experience. Train by day, Joe Rogan podcast by night, all day. Thank you. Don't want to fuck with his voice. He just signed to fight Anderson Silva. Oh, Miss Pat. Now, (laughs) if I did not have you on this podcast, I would have never heard the end of it. Jesus fucking Christ! I don't know what you've done those other podcasts, but. All I keep hearing is, dude, you got to get Miss Pat. You got to get Miss Pat. Like, more than any recent comedian I could think of in, like, the past two years. People have been trying to get you. What's well, going you on? For
1: have- I don't know. What's they that about? What, do you do-
0: <laughs> what <laughs> are you, you doing white to these guys people? guys like a big old black lady. I guess they think I'm their <laughs> nanny and shit. Well, what I keep hearing is a comparison to you, my favorite person ever, Joey Diaz. Everybody yes. keeps saying that you're a female Joey Diaz, which is, there's no better description for a comedian that exists in my well, that's estimation. true. I
1: mean, we shaped alike. <laughs> both our daddy left us, yeah. so we're similar, yeah.
0: And you both don't give a fuck.
1: I don't give a fuck about shit. Life is too short to give a fuck. It got, is too short. I got four kids and two abortions. I don't give a fuck. Wow. You can't keep them all.
0: Yeah, you can't keep them all. There's times to do things and times not.
1: Exactly. <laughs> abortions, <laughs>
0: it's a hot topic. That's a that's a fucking, uh, it takes the air out of the room. Did you hear it? You feel that? Did like that she scare you guys? Not she you guys. Y'all
1: smoking reefer uh, early. <laughs> hey, how dare you? How dare
0: you implicate us in illegal drug
1: use? Hey, I'm going to have all the soccer moms call writing me, how dare you, bitch? That was 20 years ago. Call Jesus. Don't call me. Leave me the fuck alone.
0: They wouldn't say how dare you. If you were white, they might. Oh. A oh. lot of those Republican soccer moms that are really anti-abortion. Yeah. Yeah. Really you never
1: see black people outside of abortion clinic. They'd be like, girlfriend, I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. My appointment
0: next week, bitch. <laughs> There's a weird vacancy to their eyes if you ever go to like a or watch a documentary on those people. Like I I've seen those people if you there was a Planned Parenthood, I think it was in Boston, and I remember seeing these people outside of it and they would you would drive by and they would hold up pictures of like dead babies and yeah. stuff, like hold up like and they harass women as they're going in. They yeah. like show them these pictures. But
1: when they come out, nobody is out there. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Everybody's yeah. gone.
0: Yeah, why is that? I don't fucking know. <laughs> they they probably know when the time when the arrival. Well, nobody was are. out
1: there when I went. No. I went they're not gonna protest in the hood. They don't give a fuck about those babies. <laughs> so you don't have to you don't have that problem. <laughs> you just have a problem getting the daddy, they drop you off. Because <laughs> he don't want to be a part of it.
0: Abortion's a tricky subject, man. You know? 'Cause it's like at what point in time should it be okay? Like everybody can I think agrees. it's your choice. Absolutely. This is
1: I was I always say this is my pussy, I do what I want.
0: That's what I say to that too, yes. but nobody listens. <laughs> <You> <laughs> they don't even believe me.
1: Yeah, I mean this is your, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> Who is Congress to tell you what to do with yourself?
0: Yeah, no, no no one can tell you.
1: Yeah, because once you have it and you can't take it. Yeah, I had two kids mm-hmm. when I was fifteen. What the fuck was you then, Congress?
0: You had two kids by the time you were fifteen.
1: Yes. Wow,
0: that's crazy.
1: Two kids. Wow! I that, didn't have a fucking childhood.
0: That is incredible. That's yes, incredible. Was,
1: I don't know how I made it. It was incredible.
0: Wow. Well, you obviously made it. You're okay. You're funny. Yeah, but, but man, I took—I a, a,
1: went through a lot of shit to get funny. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Wasn't funny when I was having them. Yeah, I could I? How old were you when you had your first kid? I was 14 when I had my first kid by a married man. boy. I met him when I was 12, and he was 22. Whoa. So we started dating. I was in elementary school. Oh, my God. 12. I had a really nice body. I was fuckable. (laughs) (laughs) I might not be fuckable today, Joe, but I was fuckable back then. When did you start fucking? Uh, 12. He was the first one. He was the first one. Wow. He was the first
0: one. You got a baby with him, and you had a baby when you were 14. Wow.
1: Two, but ba- and then I got pregnant again and gave birth when I was fifteen. Oh my goodness, wow!
0: That is a cra- where was you
1: never met a teenage mom?
0: Oh, I've met teenage moms. Yeah.
1: well, I'm an old teenage mom now. <laughs> I used to be a teenage mom.
0: That's just a it's it's hard for someone who has children, especially someone who has daughters like me. I got to hear two that. daughters too. Yeah,
1: they didn't have any kids. They, they they didn't have the life of not I didn't play that shit. What do they
0: feel like when they hear your story? That's got to be hard. I mean, I guess you'd have to ask them, but that that's that has to be crazy to hear that your mom went through that.
1: Well, my daughter was there. You know, she was there because, I, I mean, I got pregnant mm-hmm. at 14 and I had a brother. Then I couldn't get a job. I started selling drugs. So she was there through everything. I mean, I think I'm her hero. Wow. So she after I got married and I straightened everything out, you know, she had a better
0: life, but. You know, that's one of those situations where people that have that attitude, like that everyone on welfare is just just lazy, like that people don't need to help. They, they need to pull themselves up by their bootstraps, like stories like that. Man, well, you gotta shut the fuck up. Right? Well, it's
1: statistics. Let me tell you something. When you when you dealing when you like, I grew up in the ghetto. My mom was on welfare. Her mom was on welfare. So people, I I tell a story about welfare is like diabetes. If the mama get it, there's a good chance the daughter might get it. Wow. So you teaches. I mean, she taught me how to do this shit, and I just said, I don't, I don't want my daughter to go through this bullshit. I don't want my daughter to be a Teenage mom and, you know, drop out of high school. My daughter's the first one to graduate high school in three generations and the first one to ever go to college in my family. Wow. So I was determined you are not going to end up like I ended up.
0: That's beautiful. <clears throat> That's amazing. That, that, to me, is the greatest form of success ever. If you can learn from your own mistakes, import, impart your life's wisdom on your children, and then your children go on to take the ball and carry it and run it further— and do what you just said become the first person to go to college become the first person to graduate high school in many generations that's beautiful that's yeah. a, that's an amazing thing congratulations
1: well thank you i mean i worked hard for that shit because i mean when i didn't graduate my mm-hmm. nobody else i had nobody to look up to i just know i was like my daughter would not go through this bullshit that i went through in life and i had a son too so he graduated too but wow Nobody else. I mean, I had a niece to because I cussed there my sister four kids. So her oldest daughter graduate because they're the same age right after my daughter did. But nobody else. Everybody just keep having babies and dropping out. It's a fucking um, what do you call it? Epidemic. Yeah, you know, it's just keep passing it mm-hmm. down.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's um. There's definitely kids. Everybody learns from their atmosphere. That's why I always tell people, if you can, surround yourself with people that are trying to get their shit together. And it will help you get your shit together because you you force yourself to the standard of the people that you're around. If you're around a bunch of people that are real friendly, you're more likely to be friendly. You know, if you're around a a bunch of people that will go out of their way to help people you're more likely to go out of way to help people.
1: And that's what I did. I started to surround myself. I said, for me to do better, I need somebody I can learn from because I didn't learn shit from my mama. My mama stayed drunk all the time. And, you know, I was raised in a bootleg house, so all I saw was drunk people bullshit all my life so I started to pick my girlfriends if you didn't have a college degree a high school diploma you couldn't be my fucking friend because I have a bunch of stupid ass relatives <laughs> I needed somebody I can learn from you know just to put a correct sentence together all that bullshit because I was dropped out of school in the eighth grade wow. so I needed to surround myself around better people so all my girlfriends got college degrees and you know they they married they, they you know
0: that's amazing though that you figured that out like how old were you when you decided to have these like really high standards?
1: Um, probably about seventeen, because probably about seventeens when things was winding down from being in a bad relationship with my kid's father, because you know I I I started dating him, and I, I think what I was looking for was just somebody to love me, because my I didn't have a fucking father. So I think I was just saying I need somebody to love me. So I get involved with this guy, who become very abusive, who shoots me, <laughs> who beats me, and then I'm thinking, you know, because I was taught this. My mama said if a man don't hit you, he don't love you. She said that. Fuck yeah, and he Whoa. hit me with a Whoa. roller skate one night. Is that, why is that funny, <laughs>
2: That's, This That's like the worst advice I've ever. Heard. Well, my mama
1: gave me a lot of <laughs> fucked up advice that I realize now that it was fucked up advice, but it was passed down to her. Wow. So she was like, if a man don't hit you, he don't love you. So wow. I, my baby daddy hit me with a Roller skate one night because it's full. Love the roller skate, oh, and that God. fucking skate shook my skull. And I said to myself, if "This love, bitch, I can do without it." I bought up my fist and I knocked that motherfucker in the back seat, wow. and I started to fight back from that day on.
0: He hit you with a roller skate.
1: He hit me. He shot me in the uh, back of the head. He hit me with a bunch you. of shit. What did he shoot you with? <laughs> a thirty-eight. Jesus Christ! Where it cra- did it hit you? And it just it cracked the back of my skull. That's it. it just grazed you. No, I went in a good little bit, but it was fucked up. Because they, 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 they was like, I can't believe you're not dead. So oh I was in the God. hospital. I get better and I call him. It's like, oh, you love me. Come get me. That's how fucking stupid He wasn't was. in jail? You didn't call would, the cops on him? No, I wouldn't tell. I was in love. Because oh my, my mama said, if I'm over because i slap you a couple of times, he don't love you. Oh, my God. <laughs> so if he shoots you, oh, my God, that's real fucking love. Jesus Christ. He was trying to kill you. Well, he say he wasn't.
0: Oh, he's just that good at
1: aim. <laughs> you know how fucking good at
0: aim you have to be to shoot someone in the head and not kill? And them? I was
1: 15.
0: Oh, my God. He shot you in the head when you were 15. Yeah. Holy then shit. Then I turned around
1: to get shot again in the titty. What? This is getting romantic. Who shot, you, who shot you in the breast? A fucking fool in a drive-by. I blew my nipple off. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> Where were you sitting when this happened?
1: No, we was arguing. We, was, we had an argument, so... I put my pistol in his face because I was a drug dude. I was like, get the fuck out of here before I shoot you. But I'm just 15 with a gun. I didn't know you wasn't supposed to pull a gun unless you're going to shoot a motherfucker. So he come back with a 45 and started fucking pow, 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 pow. So I started running. And one of the 45s hit me up under the arm and blew my whole fucking titty apart. Oh, my goodness. It was like stepping on a line. line field. And you were 15? Yeah. And you were 15 with two kids and you got shot in the titty. My daughter was with me when, when he shot me. She sure was. She was with me. And when they, when they came to get me, she was like, the police like, well, what, what happened, Rabbit? Because that was my drug dealer name. And I didn't really want to tell because I was like, we're going to kill this motherfucker. My daughter yelled out, well, Monk Monk shot. My, Monk. my mama put a pistol in Monk's face, so he came back and shot. I'm like, shut the fuck up. You're going to get me arrested? Wow.
0: Oh, my God. And that you were 15, and how old was your daughter then? She was uh-huh. two?
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah, you know, she's too. She doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. She's to She knew everything. She knew every <laughs> fucking
1: thing. Wow. She still
0: remember to this day. That is an insane environment to grow up in. Your, it was. Your mom and I, is a fifteen year old drug dealer who got shot in the titty. Yeah, in a drive by.
1: Yeah, and you mm. saw mom with dope and money like crazy every day.
0: How did you not get? Did you get
1: arrested? Fuck yeah, you always get arrested. Always. Always. That's no beating it. They wait till you earn enough money so they can take it.
0: Is that what happened?
1: Yeah, I did a year in prison for it. That oh. was the worst day of my life because I missed my daughter going to kindergarten, you can't get that shit back. Right. But I was just trying to survive. Honestly, I was just trying to survive.
0: Well, I couldn't imagine how anybody would function just being fourteen, having to fend for yourself, having kids. Like what you can't. I couldn't hard get a to job. Fault anybody
1: because I was fifteen and I needed a work permit. So a lot of times I would just show up on the fucking interview. And they was like, where your work for me?" I was like, meet Ashlyn and I, kill. I need a fucking job. I got two kids. They was like, you're supposed to be in school. That's here and there. I got two fucking kids to fend for. So at that time, crack had just hit the black community really hard. So I started to sell crack because everybody was getting on it. Wow. Did you take it? I never did drugs. I grew up watching my mama... Um, as an alcoholic. So everything my mama did, I said I wouldn't do. She smoked cigarettes. She drank. She did whatever. I was like, I'm, I'm not going to end up like you motherfuckers. I think y'all stole me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you were the the end of the line, you know? I mean, that's, the, if it, that's what it looks like. I mean, it looks like you're the one who figured it out and then you're imparting that onto your kids. But the end of the line, like sometimes enough is enough. and Enough you, is enough. Your own genetics were like, stop. Cut the bullshit. Let's, yeah. uh, let's reset this whole thing. Yeah. Good for you.
1: Especially when I had kids. I was like, my kids can't grow around this bullshit. How'd you start doing stand-up? Um, I went to the welfare office. And... Uh, to get my food stamps and welfare recertified. So you like get a white caseworker, and I tell her, oh, I had such a hard life. I've been shot. I've been this. I've been that. And you know, white caseworker. Once I tell these stories in detail, white women, they're so easy to make cry. <laughs> 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 so this bitch would give me a few extra bumps and tell me what was going on free. So one day I go in and I got this black caseworker. So I said, oh, this bitch is gonna be hard because you know you think all black people is from the ghetto. So I started telling her these stories and. This bitch busts out laughing. And I was like, what the fuck are you laughing at? She was like, you should be a comedian. This shit is hilarious. You ever heard of Richard Pryor? These are Richard Pryor stories. I was like, I didn't come in for no fucking job. I came for free shit. <sighs>
0: That's hilarious. You didn't want a job.
1: No, I was on welfare. I mean, at the time, I was trying to get my life back together. So, um, you know, I'm just home. I had a free free house because I had Section had I had my sister, four kids. So I had a total of six kids. And a husband who was working. And I was like, you know, this is how I grew up. Motherfuckers standing at home watching The Young and the Restless. So you didn't even start to think about doing stand-up until this lady brought that up? Well, she the first one to kind of put it in my ear, yeah. Wow. I never thought this shit was funny. It was pain. See, I mean, you know, I mean, when when I tell these stories, I had to get over them. So you got to forgive. And then you got to, you know, you got to let everything go. So it doesn't bother you to tell it on stage. I can laugh about it now. You know, people look at me having, you know, sleeping with a married man. I'm 12 and he's 22. That's fucking child molestation. But how do you deal with it? So I deal with it. I laugh about it. I'm turning all that what used to, and I used to be pissed off at this dude because he took my fucking childhood. I mean, think about it. I was a mom at 14. That's
0: crazy. I got
1: a 16-year-old daughter that all she do is fucking play with her iPad and just doing what a 16-year-old's supposed to do. I never had that opportunity. I never had an opportunity to be a little girl.
0: It's overrated because if it was awesome, you'd be doing that <laughs> shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think about it. You know, everybody like, I wish I was seven again. I was retarded when I was seven. I'd be playing with mutant ninja turtles and pretending pretend helicopters are real, <laughs> little plastic helicopters.
1: That's stupid. That's stupid shit. I'm glad. <laughs> What, well, but it's, it's stuff that you need. It's stuff you fucking need. No, you're not, Joe. You don't, you don't want nobody to steal your daughter's I'm childhood. Only Come kidding. on now. No, I'm only Fucking be drop kicking the shit out of that old nigga. Get your old ass away from here. You ain't getting no uh, pussy. You better fuck this cat.
0: What, what is it about a guy that would want to do that? That's what's fucked up. It it's is. Like, what you were talking about, like the whole patterns, you know, like your family falls into a pattern. I bet they're in the same my sort of mama, patterns My
1: mama, mo- I learned, because I'm writing a one-woman show for my, for my life, and I learned that my daddy got my mama young like that.
3: Mm.
1: My mama had six kids by the time she was 22. Wow. So it's just passing
0: it down. Yeah, it's so common that that happens on both sides, you know. I mean, maybe maybe your husband or the man who gave, uh, got you pregnant, maybe like in his... That is not was, my fucking husband. I meant the dude. Baby dad. Whatever he was at the time. He was yeah. never your husband at any point in time. No. He okay. was married. Oh, that's right. Well, whoever he is. I got Facebook friends? Bet? Huh? Never mind. <laughs> I bet, you know, in his life, I bet that was probably common, too. You know, I bet that kind of fucked up behavior was normal. I,
1: well... Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, I mean, man. if you look at it, it's child molestation. For sure. So, to me, he's a fucking molester. You know, we learned later on he mm-hmm. did other shit. But, I mean, to, to fuck a 12-year-old, and yeah, you 22, crazy. and to show up at the hospital and sign both kids' birth certificate, nobody question your old ass.
3: That's crazy, too. That
1: is the most gross shit out of all of this. I cannot look at my kid's birth certificate. Yeah. Because on there, I'm 14 and he's 22. <laughs> And my daughter went to get her birth certificate because she was going on a cruise, and she was like, oh, my God, look, this is nasty. I was like, bitch, put that away. I wow. didn't say bitch, but I was like, put that <laughs> shit away, put that shit away. Wow. Yeah, it's
0: a sickness. It has to be. It's, it's, and it's a, a sickness of the mind. and apparently when someone when it gets done to them it's more likely that they're going to do it to
1: somebody else yeah and you know he never thought he did anything wrong because i asked him i was like you know i'm I'm in my 40s now you actually took my childhood and he was like your mind and body wasn't 12 what the fuck are you talking about my mind and body because i had a big booty that was round and my titties set up like apples oh i had a come fuck me sign on my forehead
0: Well, that's his way of excusing his behavior. He got horny when he was around you, so he felt like your body and mind. But, you know, when you describe it, see, how is a a man supposed to decipher that if he's a dumb dude at 22? You know, he's not going to decipher that.
1: No, he just wants to fuck.
0: Yeah, that's the problem. And the, it's such an overwhelming urge. Unless you have someone around you constantly imparting morals and ethics and growing you the right way. We grow up like animals. We have instincts, you know, yeah. these animal instincts, horny instincts. They overcome any idea of guilt or remorse. Or, and so that's his way of rational, you know, rationalizing it. I Your guess. body and mind weren't
1: 14. <laughs> so well, f- my body yeah. truly wasn't 14. I was fine <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> but see, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> I'm not excusing him. I'm not
0: excusing him. But so I'm assuming he's a dumb dude, right? He's dumb as fuck. He yeah. works at Jiffy Loops now. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with people working at Jiffy Lube, but I hear you. It's just. Um, it's it's hard to get your shit together you know but you getting your shit together in your situation that's more impressive than anybody any normal person in any other situation because your situation sounds so fucking crazy that for you to go full circle from that to being a working professional comedian.
1: Paying taxes.
0: <laughs> yeah, the whole deal. And, voting. And on top of that, the most important thing, seeing your kids grow up in a completely different way.
1: A That's- complete. I tell my kids all the time, you don't know how fucking good you have it. Especially my, sec- my second, my second, my, my two by my husband. You know, we live in the suburbs and they don't know shit. They don't hear gunfire. I -hmm. never had to put drugs in their pampers and haul the dope and sell drugs in front of their schools. I never had to do none of that shit to them. So I was like, you don't know how fucking good you got it.
0: Yeah. A lot of people don't. You know, that's what that old expression, you know, that um, or the old thought, rather, that one day there's going to come a point in time when the apocalypse comes and then civilization is going to crumble. The apocalypse is already here. It's just not in your neighborhood. Like yeah. There's spots in the world where you can go to right now where you might as well be in Mad Max, right? There's, how about Liberia? You hear this shit, man? They're fucking closing the borders of Liberia because Ebola's breaking out and people who had it, they escaped from the hospital. Yeah. These fucking people escaped from quarantine. Jesus Christ. They don't know where they're going. It's a city of a million people.
2: Wasn't there somebody here in Los Angeles that just escaped from the hospital also with some kind of really contagious disease, and they were like, he has a warrant for his arrest right now because he just left the hospital? I don't know.
0: Google it. Uh, yeah. Google it. Did he take the cure with not... him? <laughs> <laughs> that was that movie, The Strain. I think you were probably stoned, and you were no, watching no, it was The just, Strain. Uh, <laughs> that TV show? <laughs> that FX show? Box. Have you seen The Strain? No. It's a good fucking show, man. I read the book, and I didn't like it. I liked it for three quarters of the way, but the last quarter was kind of whack, and I decided that... That's not enough. You know, three quarters is really good, and then one quarter of the book sucks. I can't recommend it. But as a show, it's awesome. It's really cool. That's just, I think that's what they were mea- they meant to do when they made The Strain in the first place. They meant to make it as a, uh, a miniseries. And they wrote it as a book. But that, that's how it takes place. It takes place that uh, a disease. There's a quarantine, and these people get out, and then, psh, then everyone's fucked. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it sounds like
1: the ghetto to me, but I'm just gonna listen to you. We're talking about the apocalypse.
0: <laughs> talking about t- terrible situation. Like if your life, like when you were getting shot in the tit and you were 15, you had your baby with you and you dr- drug deal and all that. If you forced some white woman in her 40s yes. into that situation, she would be L- lose in, our fucking mind. That would be the apocalypse. Yeah. That would be the apocalypse for her. I have to sell crack what someone shot my tit off what <laughs> i can't do this you know i mean that would be just like the apocalypse there'd be no yes, different it would be. i found it it's a, it was
2: actually in north hollywood it was a guy with tuberculosis uh
0: tuberculosis is that super contagious
1: if it I get bad so. i think it's something
0: that like if you start sneezing
1: it's airborne. Oh,
2: it's airborne yeah. yeah is it yeah mm-hmm. but i think they arrested him
0: oh okay yeah, but they could treat tuberculosis, right? That's not scaring me like Ebola. Ebola is a hemorrhagic virus, which means you bleed. You bleed everywhere. Like you, ble- your eyeballs bleed. Your fucking skin falls apart. Like Ebola is rough business. That's no joke. Those hemorrhagic viruses. When I did that uh, sci-fi show, uh, questions everything. The um, the real issue. That was like scary on that show was talking about infectious diseases and they were talking about um, you know Everybody's worried that like there'll be some terrorists and they'll release some anthrax and everybody get fucked They're like listen w- What nature makes the stuff that nature's making that is way squ- scarier than any Fucking shit that anybody's cooking up in a lab because at any given point in time nature can make some insane virus that no one can fix at any point in time, these two viruses can interact with each other and create some mutant. And it can, they're constantly changing and growing. And they're constantly avoiding the attack by antibiotics and anti antiviral drugs. So they're strengthening and getting stronger and, and finding new, trickier ways to get into people's bodies. You and, scare me. Can we just stick the gun around? This guy scared real. the fuck <laughs> out of me. He scared the fuck out of me. He was, one of these dudes was a Russian cat who told me that when the Cold War was going on, they had trenches filled with anthrax, trenches. And I go, well, how many people would that kill? He said, every person on the planet, every single person. I said, there's enough anthrax to kill every person. The he goes, absolutely, no question about it. There's enough anthrax that they had that could kill everybody. I'm like, what are you talking about? How much anthrax is there? Like, it only takes like a little bit to kill you. Like, a- anthrax is a motherfucker. And this idea was that they were going to figure out some sort of an airborne dispersion method. And they even the government even tested, like, there was something, I think it was in Cleveland, I forget the city. But they sprayed some shit over the city, like phosphorescent, like something that they could track. they like, essentially what the chemtrail people think is going on, you know, like they actually did it. And they did it from the top of a building, they sprayed it or something like that. Because they were trying to figure out how much of a containment... Uh, period. How, how much of an area would they have to contain? You know, if, if a disease got out, that's how goofy people are. They were thinking about like, actually, just it's so indiscriminately just letting a disease go out. A disease, like that was an option. Like a disease that would kill the entire po- not just the soldiers, not just the people that were you know the politicians who were causing the war in the first place. No, the entire population with a virus, a virus, that make your fucking eyeballs bleed out.
1: I think you just scared the shit out of us. We should be scared.
0: <laughs> I think we should be scared. You know why I think we should be scared? Because, look, if the world was just us, we would work everything out, you know? Yeah, I couldn't imagine going to war with you, Miss Pat. You seem like a very nice person.
1: Uh, <laughs> I don't think I can whoop your ass, dude. But I don't I mean it like that.
0: I mean, you know what I'm saying? If there was some, if you had a country that you owned and I had a country that I owned, I think we could come to some reasonable terms. I don't think it would be an issue. But when you see shit like what's going on in Israel today— you see these, you know, Israel's got, they've got all their military troops there, and they're, everyone's launching rockets, and it's just horrifying, man. You're seeing babies that are dead on the beach, these photos. Anthony Bourdain tweeted some photo the other day. It was horrifying. Like, why? if that can happen over there, that can happen right fucking here. I mean, it's contained while it's over there, and our idea is that, well, if it's out of there, if it's out of our mind. But that shit's going on right now in 2014. And it could just as easily happen in New York or in Pittsburgh or anywhere, anywhere. Just pick a city, London. That can happen in London. Crazy shit can go down like that any part of the world if you've got enough people that disagree and they're highly armed and they have religious ideas attached to what they're doing. You've got a terrifying situation. That's how we're living right now in 2014. and
2: I saw the worst video over the weekend on Facebook. For some reason, Facebook has the worst videos now. People are posting on their lines. <sighs> but one is this uh, Israeli family that captured a, a child from Palestine and this kid was probably like five or six, and they were teaching their daughter, who is uh, Jewish, I guess, or whatever, Israeli, uh, uh, to beat the kid with a, s- a bat. Oh, and so God. the kid's like crying, like, please stop! You know, this little five-year-old, and this little six-year-old's hitting it with a bat, and she wouldn't, she didn't want to hit it hard, you know, so she's just barely hitting it, and this other kid that's a little older comes up, no, there's no, hit him! And just like starts punching this little kid in the face.
0: Because the kid's Palestinian? Yeah, yeah. Oh,
2: they like God. captured somebody, and they're just beating this kid up, like the whole family like the kids and everyone oh.
1: can we go back to the ghetto mm. yeah yeah the ghetto's way better <laughs> yeah.
0: eddie bravo and i we watched that movie once um uh what is that fucking movie It's a brazilian movie about the the ghetto oh children of god mm-hmm. city of god yeah city, city of, of god. god city of god it's a fucking crazy movie you ever seen it no god damn miss pat you got to see city of god it's incredible it's really 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 fucking good but it's all about the favelas of Brazil and how the violence there is just on a completely different level. First of all, these houses are essentially like a lot of them are almost like they're camping out. Like they don't have windows. They don't have running water. They have dirt floors in some of them. You know, they're like some of them, they can range in, you know, like ghetto to incredibly poor. Like essentially you live in the woods. You know, you just have like a shelter around. And it's not not much different than that. And these young kid drug dealers just unbelievably violent and ruthless. The whole movie is just like so cr- – more people die in the first five minutes of that movie than the entire Boys in the Hood. Damn. Yeah, like quickly. Like more people die maybe in the first five minutes. It's a, but it's a good fucking movie too and it's based on a real scenario. If you you go to the ghettos of Brazil, like some of the worst poor neighborhoods where there's a lot of drug violence, that was what they were scared of when they came to the World Cup. You know, that's really some horrifying shit can be going down there. That's happening right now. Wow. So there's always somebody that's got it worse. That's how fucked up people are. This is a, just a huge range of what we're capable of. You know, so when people see fucked up shit that's going on in the news and they try to pretend it's not happening right now because it's on the other side of the world. It's like, pfft. Yeah. know, well, if, if it's possible right now somewhere, it's possible here. You know, it's just a bunch of things would have to go wrong and it could be just as possible here.
1: Well, let's hope it don't make it here. <laughs>
0: We just got to figure out a way to get better people to lead the world. It's that simple. It's really that simple. That is the 100% solution for all of it. Yeah, there's a lot of problems financially. There's a lot of problems in this world as far as politically, the different sides. Like like the, the argument like, you know i'm not a i'm not a a republican by any stretch of the imagination but i believe in some things that they think make sense
1: i'm a big democrat but i do believe in a lot of stuff that they say
0: yeah well i think the democrats what i, I like socially the attitude of the democrats better i think it's a more progressive attitude as far as caring for people and looking yeah. out for people and sometimes people point down at that And they say, you know, the accuse people of uh, facilitating the welfare state and they have all these goofy ideas about like what it is that keeps someone in a bad situation like that. That's the number one problem that I have with right wing people. This pull them up by their bootstraps mentality because I'll meet someone like you and I go, what fucking bootstraps? (laughs) She's fucking 14 years old and she's got a baby. You telling me. Two babies. Yeah. Two. Well, another one when you're 15. You telling me that she should be pulling herself up by her bootstraps? That's fucking crazy. I don't know, other than what you did, though, other than what you did personally, where you just realized that fucking enough is enough. You worked hard. You got yourself out of that situation. How else? You've you've been through it. If you ca- had to engineer the way our society fixes this problem that we have with extremely poor people. Well, you got with well, me,
1: and, I had to—somebody <clears throat> had to make me realize that there was a problem, which— when I got married, I met when I met my husband. He was like, "People don't live like this," and I was like, "What do you mean, people don't live like this?" He was like, "People go out and get a job. People don't take from other people. People don't sell drugs." So I had to be taught that from my husband. That's crazy, you know. And I'm, I'm here. I am what, 19, I think, at the time, and I had to go get a job. How do you go? How do you go into society and get a fucking minimum wage job when you used to making ten thousand dollars a day, as You know, when you're 16 and 17 years old ten thousand dollars a day yes i had a fucking Holy trap shit. out of this world i mean you i didn't a want to yeah, it's called a trap i don't know what they call it now <laughs> because i've been gone from the ghetto too long <laughs> but back then it was called a trap
0: so when you're selling drugs like your neighborhood's a trap the, yeah the, the, you the stand territory? on the corner
1: that's your trap if that's where you start the, the uh, crackheads or the junkies to come then that's where they came and everybody knew rabbit was on fast street oh rabbit was on fast street that's her trap I'm yeah. a
2: thirst trap.
0: We need to start calling our shows traps. When we do <laughs> shows, let's call. Yeah,
1: we're going to do a trap this weekend at the Ice House. <laughs> that's great. I love that yeah. term. They don't use that term anymore because I don't know what you do to sell drugs it, anymore. You if know. they didn't use it on the wire, people haven't heard it. No, that was that's because it was. I think The wire was a little after I started selling drugs. Well, it was drugs. probably
0: written by white people, too.
1: But you know what? That show, <laughs> my fucking husband loved that show. And I, I was like, he was like, you got to see this show. And when I saw I said, I don't want to see that fucking yeah. shit. I don't yeah. want to relive that crap.
0: Yeah. And
1: I got into it, I, you know, watching the whole fucking, all of it. And I, he was like, how real is it? Because my husband comes from a background where mama go to church every day and daddy go to work every day. Wow. And it was 16 of them, but they wasn't on welfare. And daddy and mama provided for them. Where I didn't have that life, you know? Right. You know, his mama didn't play that shit. You weren't selling drugs. You weren't running the street. You was going to school.
0: Wow. So, you know. So did he, like, when he he met you and you said nobody lives like this, did he offer suggestions or did he just take you by the hand? Listen, bitch, we're going to straighten this shit
1: out. (laughs) How do? you (laughs) No. um, (laughs) No. pretty much he was just like you know he i think he was he was attracted because i was a go-getter because i was i was i was coming out of selling drugs because people had you know the crack epidemic had slowed down so now the new thing was forging checks so i was (laughs) (laughs) i was into that shit really heavy. he was like you hurting these people i don't don't fucking know these people all i know is bank of america and the check number is high you know he's like you can't do this shit And he just talked to me and I I would listen. I remember I had a lot of drugs one day and um, he was like, I like you and I want to date you. He said, but I can't take you home to my mama as a drug dealer and your name is Rabbit. (laughs) (laughs) so i'm thinking this is an opportunity for my kids to have a daddy and he got all his back teeth and he can read and his shoes clean and he don't punch a bitch in the eye every friday ching ching i had to have him that's hilarious wow (laughs) so i i went for it so i gave my niece who i taught how to sell drugs all of my drugs and i said (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Did she work for you or did you just give her the business?
1: Well, she was young when I got her. She was like maybe 10 and they would haul the drugs for me over the years. So, I, you know, I taught her how to do it and she became a drug dealer.
0: When did she start selling drugs for you?
1: Shit, it was probably 11. Oh, my God. I know people are going to say, oh, you was horrible. We was all fucking kids because their mom was on crack. Mm-hmm. This is my this is my baby daddy's sister. Their mom was on crack, so I took them in. Here I am. She, I think they're eleven, and I'm fucking fifteen. They thinking I'm grown. I ain't grown up oh shit. Oh my god! So now I got my two kids and her three kids, and we living. I'm taking everybody to school because I sold drugs in front of my daughter do- my daughter's school. so <laughs> oh, Jesus
0: <laughs> fucking Christ!
1: This was before. The no school, no drug school zone signs went up, so I was already grandfathered in when that shit got there.
0: That's a really serious federal federal offense, right? If you sell drugs close to a school. Yeah, but I
1: was already grand. Them signs wasn't up back in those days. So, So I would drop everybody off at school, and everybody knew when they got off, they knew what to do with the drugs.
0: Right. Wow, that is crazy! so you just had a whole system going.
1: I had a whole little system going,
0: so when you decided you you meet your husband, you say, "You know what all right this dude's great i'm I'm gonna listen to him, I'm gonna do whatever I have to do to keep this work, and I'll just have her take care of this does she is you are you telling her what to do? is she an employee no, or no, you give her the business? She, I just give it to her. I say you, you her can have business. the whole
1: trap i'm gonna wow. give, I'm gonna give this dude a chance." Wow. And it was weird because I had no more money. I couldn't ride around in my flashy Cadillac anymore. Is that what you did? You had a Cadillac? Yeah, because I had a learner's license, and with a learner's <laughs> license, you need a fucking, you need a uh, a licensed driver. So I would hire a crackhead for a day. Different crackheads. Hey, you got a driver's license? Get in the car. I'ma supply you. A cr- a, you know, crack every hour. I just need the police pull me. Up, pull out your fucking license so I can drive with my learner's license. Holy shit! That's how I learned how to drive. A crackhead taught me how to drive. That is crazy. <laughs> so you're
0: driving crackheads around just so that you could drive? They that enabled you to do your business? Yes, to drop off dope, pick up dope. You would think the crackheads would go. This chick is fucking 15 and she's oh, got this I crazy ran shit. Business. They was. <laughs> to get my shit together <laughs> they were scared of me. How did you have your shit together like that at fifteen what, what was I it had just to necessity survive. just I mean, necessity you
1: know what my husband told me he said it, it has a lot to do with my granddaddy. My granddaddy used to sell a uh, boot he was a bootleg looker i mean bootleg looker he, a bootleg house or whatever you call mm. it, so he said I never saw anybody work in my family. Everybody hustled, so I guess I got those skills from him.
0: It makes sense. If you grow up seeing something like that, you think that's how people are supposed to live.
1: And everybody thought I was grown, Joe. Nobody knew I was fucking 15. I mean, I had two kids and other kids selling drugs for me and- Everybody was like, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. And one day they was like, how old are you? And I said, six. They was like, you fucking 16? Oh I had like God. eight cars, a learner's license, and <laughs> drive. A fleet of crackheads a, waiting. <laughs> yes. They were like, hey, hey, rabbit, you want me to drive for you today? You want me to ride in the car? And I was just them rocks and they smoked the rock while I'm riding around with for, Run DMC and whoever was out at the time, you know, Invo, pumping wow. my music while they smoking crack because I needed a licensed driver in the car. Wow. That yeah, is so crazy. That now, how old were you when you got popped? Um, you know what? I had a police officer beer. It's he said. He said, "I know you are selling crack, bitch." <laughs> he said, but I'm not going to lock you up until you 17. Because when this crack first hit the black community, everybody went to jail at 18 and you went to juvenile at 17. But people just go down there. And your, your kids get caught with a fucking half a kilo of cocaine and you can get them right out of juvenile because they didn't really know how to handle the situation. So they changed the age from 18 to 17. Your ass go to jail at 17 in Georgia. <laughs> So I had a birthday, April the 2nd. That fucker had me in jail, April the 5th to 6th, some shit like that. Wow. I had a cousin that in the morning, everybody went to school except my cousin. So my cousin, I would drop her off, say, hey, sell this, and I'd be right back. on. am park the car. So a crackhead was like, rabbit, uh, the police is up, up on the hill on the ground laying down. Before I could make it back to pick up my cousin, she was like 15. He went down there and fucking arrested her and took her to where she hid the drugs at. And so he issued a warrant for me. So I couldn't say it would know he had been on the hill taking pictures all day. I mean all morning. Ugh. So that's how I got my first drug charge. So how long did you go away for? Oh, I didn't go away then. I got probation. And then I got popped again. And then I went I was in jail a
0: year. So when you got probation, did you have any like idea of like, okay, I could get caught for this real easy. I gotta get well, out of this business?
1: No. I was like, fucking, I thought I was Fucking Acapone. I was untouchable. <laughs> I had money. It's like, fuck you. I'll be out in no time. And back then, when you first went to jail, like I told you, they used to give you bonds, but they stopped giving you bonds. So I remember I needed, I had to have a bond here. And so I had to pay for the judge in Atlanta to have fucking dancers. And he gave me a $2,500 bond. And I was out. To that have night. dancers? What do you mean? Pay for his hoes.
0: You a, what? Who's hoes? The judge. You paid for the judge's hose. prostitutes?
1: Hoes. They was hose. dancers. He's, they, they was were having dancers. a party. Okay. So my lawyer was like, you got to put in a few extra money. He's going to give you a bond, but you got to put in a few extra money. So I put in extra money, paid for the hoes, and they gave me a $25,000 bond. I called my friend Frog, who I was selling drugs with at the time because we was partners. Like, come fucking get me. So the judge went and took your money and got prostitutes. Yeah. That's
0: hilarious. <laughs> that I've never
1: seen it, but that's what the lawyer,
0: you know. That's what the lawyer said? Yeah. So you can't verify that. Can't go forward with this information. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was true. I is bet it? it was. I mean, that's one
0: of those things that like people would know about. Did you hear about that? There's a judge that everybody got was
1: crooked back then. Oh, oh they, my they're god, still
0: crooked. They, they, that's that's a bad position to put a person in.
2: Do you remember the judge's name? Was it Judge uh, Matthews? No, <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> Who's Judge Matthews? He's a great judge. <laughs> Who is that? He's that, that one judge? of those celebrity judges. That, oh, you know? oh, oh. Yeah, there's something about being a judge that I think is an unhealthy position. I don't think anybody should have that kind of power over someone, like to decide to send someone to jail, to not send someone to jail, send someone to jail for 30 days or 90 days, or I just don't, I just think that, that kind of power, I think there should be rules most certainly, but I think that kind of power bestowed upon a person to make that sort of a decision at their own discretion is just, it's too much. It's too much responsibility. You can't trust someone to be totally ethical and not fucking crazy, and people change, too. They get more crazy as they get older. Yeah. And they get more crazy with ego, you know? Yeah. People get nutty. There's a, there's a lot of nutty people. They get a little bit of attention, and then they just fucking go off the deep end go off the deep end, believe their own bullshit. And if you're a judge, everyone's kissing your ass all day. All day. But you wear the robes, you come in, the honorable, they fucking, everybody has to rise when you come into the room. What kind of shit is that? Everybody else has to stand up because you're here and they call you the honorable? Get the fuck out of here. There was a guy they busted recently was using a penis pump. While he was while he was presiding over cases, he had a penis ah! pump. <laughs> That's awesome. This yeah, bitches so, walk in, he pop up his penis. He's sitting there talking to people, and underneath the table, he's jerking himself off with a giant tube and a pump. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "What are you doing, man?" And they, they like, catch him. My foot
1: went flat. <laughs> He's just a guy.
0: He's just a guy. There's, oh, there's God. No, no one deserves to be a judge. No one. You can't be a judge. You can't be the king either, by the way. You can't be a president. That shit was for dumb people that didn't know any better. We In 2014, with the information that we have today, we all we need know. is Google. All we need is let people vote on shit, okay? Let the entire country vote on every goddamn thing that gets done ever. You can't have one person that has any over oversight or power over everybody else. Whether it's a judge or anything. You know? I mean I don't know how you would do it as far as like cases, as far as like prosecuting people. I don't I don't know how you would do it without a judge, but it's gotta be a better way. You ever been in jail? No. Oh. Oh. It's a horrible thing. The food is horrible. I, well, I went Unless to Alcatraz in- when I was a little kid, and they closed the cell, and they, they leave you in there for about five seconds. And I'm a pop friend out. in
1: San Francisco, so every yeah. time I go, he's like, you want to visit the Alcatraz? I was like, look, <laughs> you dumb fuck. You don't ask a convicted <laughs> felon, do they want to <sighs> just volunteer and visit a fucking old jail? No, I don't want to visit Alcatraz. I've been to jail before. I know what it looked like.
0: There's something also about people that go to jail. It's a lot like people that have been to war or people that have gotten over some uh, very traumatic event is that they have a certain kind of strength. There's a certain kind of strength that a person has when they're, they're the people that decide, like, I
1: am fucking never going back there. Like, well, yeah, some people like I got some brothers that have been in and out of jail all their fucking life. Some people like going back. My brother in law's do for me when I miss my daughter going to kindergarten from doing a year in jail. That totally fucked me up. And, I, you know, my, by me by me having that lifestyle, not really nothing that I chose, but what I went through. I did not have a bond with my daughter, Joe, for years. And I don't, I don't know if you have any kids, but when you have a kid that deeply probably hate you for the life that you chose, you know, to, to, to help her. She didn't realize I was doing this shit so I could make better for you. You know, me missing school and me, me missing her go to kindergarten and, you know, me selling drugs and hurting people. Me and my daughter did not have a fucking bond for a long time. So when I brought my husband into her life, she immediately bonded with him. But I was always the bad person.
0: Wow. Well, she probably looked at him as like the savior. This he she was a she,
1: savior. He yeah. was the savior. She has a bond out of this world. Now we talk every day. And we and then, you know another thing is when I went to prison, then I, I got out and I really fucking hated. And I hate to say this because your podcast is so fucking big. Hope people don't take it the wrong way. I hated gay women. Why? No, I could deal with gay men but I saw so much of that shit in jail no I've never been with a woman nobody fucked with me because I fought all the time but I just hated the shit and then when it when it came into my life my daughter is gay I was like oh fuck how stupid am I you can't deal you can't judge people on their sexuality so all during my when I was raising my daughter oh she always ended up getting a gay fucking cheerleading coach and I hated this bitch and my daughter know I hated gay women's so, but my daughter was gay. So that's another thing wow. that did not allow her to bond with me because uh, she knew my hatreds for gay women.
0: Wow, that's intense. Holy shit. So, what, answer me this if you can. What do you think it is about the black community that shuns gay people or shuns like gay marriage? Because that was like a big issue in California here. They had Proposition 8. Proposition 8 is that what it
1: is? The Bible? It's religion. Yeah. You know, black people believe no matter what. They believe it's a god, you know. We going to heaven or hell? That's just how we taught, and I think a lot of that shit come from because our ancestors were slaves, and and it just I think it just rolled on through the genes. But we believe. So that's what it is. Yes
0: but it seems it's so in this style 2014 you know it seems so discriminatory when you see that people are born gay it's just so well, much Well you know what I have a da-
1: I have a gay daughter that I'm very supportive of, and I don't feel that way anymore it's almost like a mm-hmm. a white dude and his do- daughter bring home a, a white a white guy's daughter bring home a black dude I mean you're either gonna get over it or fucking jump off of a bridge and realize that you the person that has the problem not them right. and that's what I had to realize mm-hmm. you know because these bitches was eating pussy in jail and I didn't like them well <laughs> <laughs> these, are not the, these are not the gay people who my daughter's bringing over so now I'm right. very fucking supportive whatever makes my daughter happy plus you gotta remember here I am 15 years old getting fucking dogged out by her daddy beat on shot on fucking knocked around cheated on you know she just saw so fucking much that I think turn you know fucking like fuck men them niggas yeah. ain't right yeah so I think that that was that's part of the issue too she say she was born gay I say in my fucking womb bitch the ultrasound you was not licking anything <laughs> 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 so I mean do I know I don't know if she was born gay but she's gay and I support her decision to be gay that's my first born and I love the hell out of her you know like when she first came out because she when she went to college and she left town because she knew how much I hated gay women and I ain't seen my own fucking child for three years I would try to contact her she was out in the world been homeless and I was like what is your fucking problem what is your problem I said if you gay just say you gay she said I'm gay I said well can you come home bitch because I miss <laughs> it's been three fucking years so and now wow. we talk every day oh, we talk beautiful. and i love the hell out of my daughter she got a i got a wonderful daughter-in-law they look just like um who did i say she looked like um, um paula paula paula, paula poundstone me. no her, her, paula paula <laughs> Robin Thicke. My daughter-in-law oh, looks like Robin Thicke. Okay, okay. <laughs> Paula Poundstone, you wrong, you Joe. You her? No, but I've seen her. <laughs> She's stand-up. I know who Paula Poundstone is. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> I'm a supportive mom now. I mean, I-, I love my daughter. I love my kids to death. I have four of them, you know. And we talked about the shit that I've taken her through from putting the drugs in her underwear to, you know, me dropping out of school. She was mm-hmm. there. Would it, but she must feel different about you now. Right? She, I'm her fucking hero now. Oh. And she's mine. I mean, because she did something that I never had an opportunity to do. She didn't get pregnant in high school. She didn't. I mean, she didn't. She, you know, she went on and graduated. When she graduated, Joe, I said I fucking made it. I thought it was nothing that you could have killed me that day because you know why? None of my cousin kids graduated. Nobody else. My fucking Ashley is walking down this aisle. I made it. I couldn't stop crying. And she was like, what are you crying for? I was like, if only you knew what I did to get you to this point. You broke a fucking cycle that has been going on in my family for three generations. I didn't even cry like that when I took her to college. But boy, when she graduated high school, I pick up that diploma once a week and say, bitch, we made it. And a high school diploma ain't worth shit. Wow. <laughs> it's about as equals to my GED that I got at the house.
0: <laughs> yeah, today, right? Yeah. Even a college diploma, it's so hard. You hear stories about people getting out of college
1: and looking for a job now. It's like, it's so confusing. It is. I mean, it's, it's hard. I mean, I tell my kids all the time I made my money that you could probably ever do doing shit that you really want to do. Because when you go to college, you're going for You know, you don't really know what the fuck you wanna do. You wanna go and get high and fuck the first year. (laughs) At least. That's all my daughter. Uh, My daughter went to college and I, you know what? I paid for her tuition the whole three years she was there. I said, because you would not struggle. Do you know she went to college and ate pussy on my dime? (laughs) (laughs) She ate pussy on my dime like crazy. She was trying to find herself. Yes, in somebody (laughs) else's (laughs) self. Losing back teeth and shit. I was like, you got to stop eating Medicaid. You got to stop eating Medicaid pussy. You got to eat Blue Cross Blue Shield pussy. You lose your back teeth when you eat pussy? Uh, When you eat
0: bad pussy, joke. What defines bad pussy? I don't know. I can call my daughter and you can (laughs) ask her.
1: <laughs> it's thrush, it's a bacterial <laughs> infection it Oh
3: no, rots your gums.
1: no it doesn't <laughs> I don't know But you know That is crazy
0: Wow, that's a hilarious story It's gotta be a, a nice thing To be where you're at now though
1: Yes, I'm happy How long have you been ma- doing stand up? 11 years, I've been married 23
0: Wow, so so 11 years ago This, uh, this person at
1: the welfare office Tells you you should do
0: stand up So what do you do from there?
1: I go home and I told my husband, I was like, my caseworker say I'm funny. He's like, can you sit down and be quiet? So I said, I'm going to go to open mic. He was like, uh, go on, Pat. My husband's not the type. He's not going to say, don't do it either, whatever. Because I was in the process. He, my son's husband saw me go from a drug dealer to forging checks to fucking. I got a little vending service at the Georgia Dome when Michael Vick first became our our, our quarterback so I'm making a ton of money, money with uh, inner city kids with a non-profit organization so he saw me go from that and then all of a sudden you want to be a, a stand up he's like how many times are you going to change your career I said until I fucking find myself so I get my girlfriend which is a long story short my baby's daddy baby mama lived around the corner for me this is a chick he show up at the hospital with, after I give birth to his first child Whoa. so he, I, she, we became best friends <laughs> <laughs> I swear wow. we we raised the kids as cousins, cause uh, she had a baby by him too. Wow. So I get her and I was like, this caseworker said I'm funny. Let's go to open mic. And I go up there, Joe, and I fucking killed. And I, my, first time I told I told a story about my brother was a, a professional cat burglar, but he was fat. So he kicked this lady door in one time. He's like, freeze, bitch! I'm the FBI. Give me your TV and your VCR. So he snatched <laughs> the <laughs> TV and ran out the door, cause he broke in houses every day. And that was my first joke.
0: That's hilarious. And so when you did that, did you write any of this shit out, or did you just have I didn't these ideas? know because
1: I grew up in I started in an urban room, so I started to follow the arbitrary. I suck dick. I eat booty. You know how right. <laughs> how the black people do the shit. <laughs> <laughs> you seen Def Jam? So I kind of <laughs> fell into that shit, and then I was like, I look up and I got that drug dealer mentality. I was like, Well, I'm not sticking out. I'm doing everything these motherfuckers doing, and I was like, It's got to be something better here. I'm not growing. I'm making fifty a week. This ain't how the dope gang work, because right. everything is like the dope gang to me. It must elevate. Right. And so, when my husband got a transfer to, it was either Detroit, St. Louis, or Indianapolis. And I was like, you're not going to kill my kids in those other cities. And he chose, I wanted to go to Texas, so he chose Indianapolis. So I walk in there with this, uh, I walk into a mainstream club at the time, which was Morty's, and I got this urban flair. And they was like, not here, bitches. We don't do roaches jokes. So it forced roaches it. jokes. Yeah, roaches. You know how you see a black me. Yeah, you ever had a roach? Drink out your Kool-Aid.
0: Oh, I get it. I yeah, see. you know, you jokes know that, it's roaches. roaches.
1: Right. You know, and the the uh then you got the uh jokes about the government cheese and shit. So when I moved to Indianapolis, they was like, You can't do that shit here. You know, nobody nobody have fucking roaches. What the fuck are you talking about? Right. So it forced me to open up to my life that I had which was way more interesting
0: wow so you were trying to just do what everybody else was doing yeah. and then go into this white neighborhood
1: going to the white neighborhood when we moved fuck me up <laughs> it fucked me because I had never been you know like that's I that's a great
0: club to yeah, go to yeah it is Morty's in Indianapolis Yeah, it's a great club I've yes. worked there before
1: and and it was a little black owner at the time. Well, he's he's in jail for bank robbery. Now. Motherfucker, <laughs> bank robbery! He robbed a bank. Yeah, how, with how long no, ago with, did he do this? Last year with no gun. Last just, year? Just showed him all thirty-two of his cavities. Get up! And <laughs> 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 and so when I got to Indianapolis, I had to change who I was. So I had to find myself, and I just started talking about my life, which which was. You know, kind of embarrassing. Two kids at 15 dropped out in eighth grade. You know, you thinking people going to fucking. I thought I was the only teenage mom on the road. I thought I was the only bitch. Now I am the only one probably missing a nipple that's going to tell. But all this stuff that happened to me, I thought it was just me. Then uh-huh. I learned fucking teenage pregnancy happened in every race.
0: Yeah, well, there's a whole show on it. Yeah, you know,
1: what the fuck was that show at when I had my baby?
0: You're better off without it. You're better off oh. becoming you and now yeah. getting famous. You could handle it better.
1: Yes, you know. <laughs> so when I got to Indianapolis, shit changed. I moved to a white neighborhood, and I just started to work on my set.
0: So do you do you uh, write like material, or do you always talk about your life, like?
1: I write, like, stuff about being married, kids. Most of my stuff is personal, so I, you know, where everybody gets it. You mm-hmm. know, my life, you know, being a drug dealer, I talk a lot about my mom, who was an alcoholic mom, who used to give me the worst advice. Like, she would say shit like, uh, reach for the stars, and I hope you hit the sun and burn up. So, I <laughs> thought that shit was true. <laughs> I told my husband the other day. <laughs> my mom was so fucking stupid. She was... I'm not going to say she was stupid. She didn't know shit. Like, she couldn't read. So she would force me to read her her horoscope. But what she didn't know, I couldn't read either. So I would just make up shit. (laughs) Every day I made up bullshit. Bullshit, and she went for it. Like I would say, because she would shoot at us. Like, she told a 22 pistol. Because she was, my mama was a very small lady. So she walked around with a 22 pills. She just carried it everywhere? Oh, yeah. And we're like, we wouldn't wash the dishes. Papa, wash them goddamn dishes. And we would get shoot it, in. it into the ceiling? Yes. And when it rained, it showed. So when it rained,
0: water would come dripping through the holes that she left by shooting the ceiling. Then she's
1: like, why the fuck the ceiling, Lincoln? Because, bitch, you don't put 22 of them holes in the ceiling. What the fuck are you talking about?
0: Wow. Yeah. That's a way to motivate kids, though. And we were scared of her. I we bet. were scared
1: of her. She had she a done, gun. She, had a gun. <laughs> she just never pointed at us. She was like, Papa, just shoot a light out. Wow. So, God damn. But we got used to it. Like, he go, mama, with this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Did she ever shoot at you? Mm-mm. Anybody? She shot at me one time. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the phone with my uh. baby daddy. I was on the phone with my baby dad. She's like, "Get the fuck out the phone!" So my mom was like pre handicapped because we lived in the project, and the security guard fucking body slammed her and fucked up her spine. Oh, so no. she, if you, if she sat down, she couldn't get back up. So we had to be there to lift her up. So I knew I wanted to talk on the phone with my baby daddy. At this time, I'm pregnant with my second child. So my mama was like, get off the phone with that motherfucker. He's going to get you pregnant. That's somebody else's husband. So I tell my kid's father, I was like, hold on while I go ahead and lay her down. And she was only like 98 pounds. So I picked up and I laid her in the bathroom on the floor. And I was like, you stay right there until I get through talking to my baby daddy. What I didn't know, Joe, is that bitch could crawl. She crawled out that bathroom like military style with that shotgun and shot at my hands. I flew out the door. She shot at you with a shotgun? With a shotgun. She got it out the closet. <sighs> She got. A, she shot at you with
0: a shotgun Because you were on the phone with a man And you put her on the floor
1: Yeah I put her on the floor And she couldn't get up So oh I was like if you don't stop god. shooting Who the fuck gonna get you off the floor Oh my god So how did
0: you guys resolve that? <laughs> <laughs> she ran out of bullets <laughs> um, What did she shoot? Did
1: she shoot just holes in your house? Yeah she would just shoot up anything We would get evicted <laughs> She didn't give a fuck <laughs> You were getting evicted Because so she, would- she Like you would be watching the TV And she would tell you to move She would blow the motherfucker out If you didn't move Really? How many times did she shoot the TV? Just once. God. Because we couldn't afford another one. (laughs) (laughs) It was only two. One for the kids and one for her. How much material do you think, like, I would say,
0: if you're going to become a big-name stand-up comedian, you're going to have to put out a bunch of specials, right? So if you put out... How many specials can you do on your life before you have to start talking about other shit? <laughs> Probably you know? four or
1: five. Four or five specials. Just because on you your know life. what, a wow. lot of stuff that I remember, like it was so at the time, like I can laugh at it now, but back then it was pain. So I didn't get on drugs like my sister did. I didn't. My brother them got on drugs to deal with bullshit that we was going through. I just stayed, you know, sober and thought these motherfuckers was crazy. So to get rid of the pain, I just kept. Putting it in the back of my head. I didn't want to remember it. So when I became a comic, all of this shit started rushing through my brain. And I have to ask my sister, bitch, is this real? I just asked my sister the other day. My granddaddy ran a bootleg house. So in this bootleg house, I had a retarded uncle named Uncle Cecil that was crippled. But my granddaddy would buy him pussy on friday but me and my sister would have to go in there with the prostitute and hold his legs back until he get his dick in before we could go outside and play so i called her up and i said is this shit real <laughs>
0: <laughs> you had to hold his legs back because he's
1: a cripple you know how when they knees oh. knocking so he couldn't he couldn't get it in until we moved his fucking legs back wow and i remember one time i was like hurry you? up probably eight <laughs> i was like uncle cesar and stop fucking smiling because he was retarded. He smiled
0: all the fucking time. <laughs> oh, that's so awful.
1: I know. It's so fucking awful. And I asked my brother, I was Ugh. like, do y'all remember this shit? And uh, I'm going crazy. And all of them, like, <laughs> I called my brother last week and I said, my mama used to have this theory. She said, when when it rains and the uh, sun is shining, the devil was beating his wife. You ever heard that? Yes. And then she said, if it would rain and the lightning and the sun was shine, he caught the bitch cheating. So she's, my mom was say, you should beat the bitch because she don't believe in God. I was like, it's the fucking devil. What are you talking about? You crazy bitch. Somebody, I used to think they stole me, Joe. Nobody could be born into this fucking crazy oh, family. Oh, he should
0: beat her. She doesn't believe in God. Holy shit. And she's shooting at you. She used to shoot at us all. It was- Just think of the irony in that. You know, does God want you shooting your fucking kids?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. She's like, I can't hit you, but I can pull a trigger. Oh, my God. Wow. And
0: we would scatter her ass for years. We scared of her. Well, in her defense, probably very hard to raise a bunch of kids. What happened to her back? Someone slammed
1: her on her back? Okay, we lived in the projects. She was the candy lady. So she, my mama. my the candy mama, lady. Candy lady. That's when that's the lady in the hood that sell the free po- freeze pop, the candy, the cookies to the kids. And my mama did it because we was in the projects. And that money helped her with her light bills or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. And she used to talk shit to the security guard. This back before the projects were really dangerous. So the uh, security guard. Security guard was like Mildred, you you cannot sell candy because it's fucking earn income and you not reporting But he was just fucking with her Because my mama talked a lot of crap So she's like oh fuck you security guard You ugly fake Whatever she said So he came on He said I'm going to come whoop your ass And I had to be about probably 7 That dude came in there and beat the dog shit I was into wrestling at the time He was in there DDTing the shit at my mama And before he came in the house She gave me and my sister the can She's like go flush this shit He on the way So we're in the bathroom Popping pixie stick like cocaine Eating the shit. He in there whooping her ass. So he, he hit her up against the wall and fucked her spine up. Whoa. So she sued the housing authority, but she couldn't read, and the fucking lawyer took all the money, and we got put out of the projects. Oh. So, oh, that's what, that when it damaged her spine, like, she could no longer hold her neck up. Like, if she be talking, that bitch fall over. So she had to keep us to keep her neck up while she was driving. Oh, my.
0: God <laughs> one incident with this
1: guy did that. Yes. She was hap- like 90 pounds. What happened to him? I don't know. I was a kid. I don't really know. I remember going to court and testifying, you oh, know. That's you so know. hard to hear. That's so hard to hear. I got man. Grace jokes about it, you know. Great <laughs> jokes. Like- <laughs> like uh, she would do shit she even though her neck was fucked up she was determined to do normal neck people shit like go across the track too fast normal neck people shit <laughs> like go across the track too fast right and one time she she had a 64 Chevy that used to bounce and she loved like old music so we in there just bouncing listening to B.B. King and she gonna beat the train that bitch hit that first track and that neck went back she like pip a neck up bitch the train coming my sister slapped the shit out of her neck and it went through the 64 <laughs> stern wheel and oh, we no. so I had jump over the seat and hold her neck up while she drive across the track. She pull over. You bitches hit me too hard. My sister's like, bitch, the train was coming. Oh,
0: my God. You bitches hit me too hard. <laughs> Holy shit. So she could she could walk and she could use her feet, but she just she had a couldn't bunch suck of issues.
1: Dick. I don't, do not so know about that? She had a boyfriend, but I hope she couldn't suck dick because she never you calls hope. in now to pick her neck up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is that where you would draw the line?
1: I would have went and picked her neck up. I helped my cripple uncle fuck. <laughs> it just seems different, though. It seems like
0: one more level.
1: <laughs> I mean, not everything went. I saw, it's nothing that I did not see as a kid. Did honestly. you see murder? Fuck yeah. I, I tell you, before I tell you about it, I saw more murder when I was a drug dealer. That's when I really saw murder. But I had a guy that lived in our backyard. Well, we lived in some apartments. And this is when Hair Run and shit came out very popular in the black community so my next door neighbor used to shoot up but my mama used to shoot up too but it was diabetic medication so i would walk out there to y'all walk outside one day on the back porch and i'm sitting there so he shoot up what i thought was diabetic medication he get butt ass naked joe run over to me bend over and was like rabbit get the rat out of my ass so i'm looking up this dude ass for a rat and i'm like but there's no rat in your ass your <laughs> diabetes fucking up i was like the rat is hanging in the front so he thought he got naked it, every weekend, and nobody <laughs> said shit. And You were they,
0: telling him it was his diabetes medicine. Well,
1: that's what I thought it was. That is hilarious.
0: <laughs> that's what I fucking. Diabetes <laughs> medicine has you thinking it's a rat up your ass. But
1: it was it was heroin. I learned we learned later that he was shooting heroin. So when he got naked on Friday, we we're like, Jb just high. He'd be all right. It was only one day he got naked. No, he got naked every time he shot drugs. How many days a week did he shoot drugs? Shit
0: two three so two or three days a week he was naked on some people
1: care some people care like when he wasn't you know he was a fucking he was a uh, engineer for a living
0: an engineer like he designed things yes
1: that's what he did for a living he got on heroin very
0: engineer like running a train no not like that
1: he designed shit (laughs) he was like fucking corporate america he was the shit but he came to the ghetto and got high and take off all. He felt so embarrassed once his high came down. Wow! And people would just let Jabo walk
0: around naked. I wonder if that's like his way of releasing all the stress of keeping it all wrapped up tight in corporate America. As no, an he engineer. say
1: shoot. I think he thinks stuff was crawling on him. <laughs> 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 so he just oh. get naked and digging his ass, and we'd be like, "Oh, J-Bell just naked. He just Rots high." in his ass. I before we moved in these before we moved in this set of apartments I would go to the wrestling match every week. When we moved in this set of apartments I stopped going cuz it was nothing to see people fighting, and, you know, motherfuckers out there acting a food. It was more interesting to sit on my back porch and it was real.
0: Wow, that is crazy. That has got to be so bizarre be that young you got to pull one guy's legs apart. To, to help fuck. <laughs> that's and then you the got norm. Another guy that's
1: running around naked and he's on heroin. That was the norm. When you're in that situation, nothing else seems right. what you doing. The right shit is out of place. What I'm doing, this is what I'm used to. Yeah, that's the weird thing about human beings. They're very adaptable.
0: You know, that's what they're saying about people that live in any country. You watch tribal people, and you go, "Why don't these people don't have any TVs? They don't have any electricity?" Like. They don't even know what that is. Like, the, this is normal to them. You see people in those villages they find in the Amazon, you know, they don't have any contact with human beings. We feel bad for them. But, what are they doing? They're just being people. Being yeah. people that figured out how to live there. You know, and you were a person who figured out how to live in your... Your wild world,
1: my wild world. That was a
0: wild world. I mean, it might as well just have been the wild of the Amazon or the wild of the forest or the wild of the city. It's just wild. There's varying degrees, right? Yeah. There's there's, there's places where shit is just wild, and where you were living, craziness. Someone yeah. should make a movie about your life. Like you should. That's what you should do. You should write a movie. Be all the best stories, completely, totally factual. Completely, totally accurate, insane. That would be a fucking chaotic movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, for a 15 year old girl. 15 year
0: old girl to get her tits shot off while she's holding her baby and dealing drugs and this guy's running around naked he's got a, a rabbit up his ass and he, he's, <laughs> you're thinking he's on diabetes medicine i was
1: naive fucking oh that's crazy. nothing let me it's tell crazy. you more stories please do please do <laughs> so when i i was about probably about like i said i was about 10 or 11 so i had a really nice figure so i you learned
0: 10 you had a nice figure
1: i was fucking was this third grade honestly wow. titties booth. are you sure yes do you probably have probably no so how do you know I remember everybody used to say I was fine, and I didn't know what fine was. Wow. And I tell 10. you I tell you this story. So I'm about 10 or 11, so sometimes I could just walk away from home. Nobody gave a <laughs> fuck. So I go downtown to the local uh, Hilton Hotel because I said, I want to go see what white people are doing. You know, rich white people because I thought everybody stayed at the Hilton was uh, rich. You know, and plus I went in there because we didn't have no fucking AC, so I was standing in front of the door. When the doors opened, the AC hit me in my fucking face. So I'm standing at the phone booth one day and this white man say, hey, you want to come go to my room with me? I'm like, huh? And then he started like, like he's jacking his dick. And I was like, "Okay." (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I go to his room, Joe, and he had me jack his dick and I jacked this white man dick and he paid me a hundred dollars. I'm like, are you going to fucking be here tomorrow? (laughs) <laughs> so I'm thinking this is my first job. I go home and tell my mom, I got a job downtown jacking white men's dicks for $100. You told her that?
0: Yeah, she, wanted, she, to go. Oh <laughs> she wanted to go. God.
1: Oh my God. Where the fuck you going to get $100 in the ghetto for Jack and dicks? Oh my you might get God. some oatmeal cookies. You are going to get no damn $100. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> How old were you at the time? I think I was eleven. You were
0: eleven. <laughs> you told your mother you got a job jacking off white men's dicks for a hundred dollars and she wants to go with you. Yeah. That might be the craziest fucking story <laughs> you told so far. I
1: said, they're not hiring. You're too fucking old. You're not oh, fucking this up. No, you're not no, fucking. You're not My not fucking down, this up. She only had four teeth and she wasn't really cute. So <laughs> she <wasn't>
0: fucking- <laughs> it's funny that you have to qualify that (laughs) she she had four teeth but she was cute as fuck. no she wasn't cute at all you know but you i mean once you only have four teeth it's like what is really cute (laughs) (laughs) your tongue something about being toothless is not that appealing to us wow that is so crazy your mom wanted to go with you yeah
1: when I was, look, when I was, um, where was all this going? What city is this again? Atlanta. It was Atlanta. When I, it, it really started in the bootleg house. This is when I knew she was fucked up. Like on Friday, my, my grandfather' customers was fall asleep. And while they were asleep, my mama would make me rob them. And for every person that I robbed, I got $5 per person. And I probably was seven or eight. Wow. I remember that shit like yesterday. And I told her, I said, you taking advantage of me. I should be making more money. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I asked her for 10% because I have been watching Sesame Street. But neither one of us knew what the fuck 10% was.
0: <laughs> so you asked
1: for 10% of the robberies because you were watching Sesame Street. Yeah. Oh, so, my God. So she didn't know what it was. And so I was like, it's $10. So she gave me $10 for every wallet that I stole. Wow. And I fucking would get up on Saturday morning and play Pac-Man till the fucking sun go down. Wow. I only did it because I wanted to play Pac-Man.
0: <sighs> that is incredible.
1: Yeah. What a crazy environment. Now, no, growing up and then
0: getting past that and looking back on it, like when you were sa- asking, does, what did this really happen or am I crazy? Like, how does that feel now when you tell these stories? You you being this normal person now, you know, as normal as you can be, having children that are doing great, living in the suburbs, staying calm.
1: Like, this. this has got to feel like another life, right? It is another life. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, it used to hurt me, like it used to. Like I would cry, and when this shit come up, and I was like, "I'm not. You know, I have, I have this whole thing in life. Ain't shit gonna get me down." And I learned that from a fourth grade teacher, cause I, you know, I used to go to school. I was a stinking kid. I was a poor kid, but I had a teacher named Miss True that would tell me, "Patricia, get here earlier, and I will bring you clean clothes and I will comb your hair." So we were in the bathroom one day, and she just was combing my hair, and she said, "I want you to remember that you can be anything in the world you want to be." All you gotta do is believe, and that lady just died this year. And I, when I did time in prison, anytime I got low or any time I wanted to question something that I was trying to do in life, I went back to Miss True, cause she, to me, she was the first person to ever believe in me. And I'm 42 years old, and I still fucking quote Miss True.
0: That's crazy. Isn't it amazing how one person like that can have an impact? Think of those two people's impacts. The one lady that told you you were funny, and then that lady telling the, you can do the casework
1: is my godmama now. I still talk really? to her every day. Wow, yeah, she, and must she think be I'm blown fucking away. hilarious. She must be blown away by that. She, <laughs> when, when I got more and dealt with the stories, like you know, after I tell you all the stories, it probably take a month. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the people call me. Can you tell me this story one more time? And a lot of time they remind me of shit. How many? Do you write these down? Do you write
0: them down? You just confident you're gonna remember them all. I do remember them all. <laughs> I guess.
1: Well, it's it's like the sex that you working on. Like now, I talks about my mom and my act, and I talk about being married. So I really don't need the the cripple uncle Jack and Dick, <laughs> you know, right now. I tell that story later on in life on stage. I talk about being a drug dealer, you know, just the basic, just stretching the surface, right? You know, because I'm not a star, so it's only so much you can put out there before you make your fucking audience cry. Uh huh. So you know. When you, when you become Chris Rock, they'll take anything from you. But I'm a mis fucking nobody. I got to give it to them easy. And you got to remember, I'm a fucking black woman talking to a white audience. Most of my fans are white. Why so is that? I have no fucking idea. But I appreciate y'all to the fullness. Hey, I love the fucker. I don't give a fuck if you had one eye. Thank you for supporting me. What do you, what do you think it is
0: about the audience being all white? Like How'd that happen?
1: I don't know. Honestly, I don't, I did a radio show called Bob and Tom in Indianapolis. That's where I got a lot of them from. And they just started coming. I mean, I would go into that mainstream club, you know, mostly white people. And I would tell these stories and people be like, wow. And I still have people be like, want to cry. I was like, get the fuck away from me. I'm not fucking crying over this shit. I'm over it. Wow.
0: So it's just because they don't have anything like that in their life. And you, I think
1: people like to know that you overcame. Mm hmm. You know, I could be on crack like my sister. my sister been smoking crack from day one. She' been on drugs all her life. Ugh. and I think that's how she dealt with her pain of fucking molestation and all the bullshit that we went through as kids. Mm-hmm. She'll never admit it because she haven't faced up to the problem yet. But with me, I just packed the shit in the back of my head. So I think, I think when I tell my stories, people at home going through whatever they're going through, and they was like, fuck, I thought my problem was big. But hell no, this bitch had to pull a cripple uncle's leg back and help him stick his dick in at eight. So you realize your life ain't as bad as you. I think after you hear my story, you're like, oh, fuck, I had good parents. <laughs> <laughs> it's the feel-good story of the year. God, I can't even imagine.
0: So you start eleven years ago you start telling this on stage and when when you first started doing it, were you doing it you were doing open mic nights and then Well, I
1: started talking about my life about six years ago when I moved to Indianapolis.
0: So six years ago. Yeah. So the five years before that you were doing all black clubs? Yeah. All in Atlanta. Mm hmm. And so then you were you were more like everyone else around you, just yeah. trying to like do whatever everybody else did, try to get laughs. Yeah. So moving to Indianapolis, is that when you started getting paid work, or were you getting paid work before that?
1: Um, I, I started getting paid work in Indianapolis. I became I became a comedian. I was bullshitting the whole first time, and my husband used to always say nobody want to hear that chicken shit on stage. And I didn't know what he was talking about. He was like, "It's not funny." I mean, he would not say it to hurt my feelings, mm-hmm. but he said he wouldn't he wouldn't support it. He never would come see me. He's like, "That that that ain't funny." You know, anybody can talk. Why are you going to talk about? Your bedroom on stage. And I was like, oh, you just fucking hating. But when I became Miss Pat, who I am today, with my life, he's more supportive. Like, when I said I'm going to do Joe Rogan Park case, he was like, here's my credit card. But before, be like, I'm not giving you no money to go tell him fucking roast jokes. <laughs> so it makes a difference. Like, he only seen me once. What? Yes, once. Cat Williams, when I opened for Cat Williams, he invited him out. That's the only time he's ever seen you? Because wow. you know what? He said I was never funny to him. I was always <laughs> serious. And he said people just laughed at what I said. They thought I was trying to be funny, but I was just being me. Wow. So for him it wasn't funny? No. Because you know what? When I did Bob and Tom <laughs> and I talk about being my baby daddy shot me in the head, another dude shot me in the titty. His his coworkers listening. was like, "You shot your wife, titty off He's like, "That, wasn't fucking me. <laughs> that
0: was a fucking <laughs> me." <laughs> oh my god! He's
1: constantly asking abuse questions yeah. about me. <laughs> oh my! He's like, god. "You snap your wife with a skate?" Like, dude, that was not fucking me. That was a dude before me. Oh, that is. I crazy. was so broken before I met this dude. Wow. <laughs> is your nipple like
2: together still, or is it just like gone?
1: No, no, it's 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 there. It's a little it's a little damage, but it's there. And you have a piece <laughs>
2: in it still, right? You said you, you were saying no. I what thinking?
1: I was saying when I do my mammogram, and they smash my boob, you can see the uh, the gun. The what is it called? The the gun. The the fragment, fragment. on my, my. You see mammogram. bullet fragments? Yes. Wow. Little spots, and it look like breast cancer, but they know it's not breast cancer. So they have on my chart, and my mammogram office been shot in the right titty, missing nipple. Did they say titty on your mammogram? Well, whatever,
0: <laughs> boob, breast. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, if your doctor's calling it a titty, you might want to, like, where's your fucking certificate, man? <laughs> can, I, can I see where your diploma is? Well, I'm old school. they always titties, Joe. It, always? Yeah. That's a good name for him. I got no problem with that. What do you call them? T- titties are great. Okay. I have a friend who, who says, my friend Steve says uh, titties for things that are good. He's like, oh, we're going on a titties camping
1: trip. that means it's
0: good I say tits like that's tits or the tits or something
1: boobs I don't have boobs I got titty my shit hangs like balls and I have to put grease up on them so they'll slide across my stomach (sighs) easily so they don't fucking create fraction and make a sore oh no really Yeah, I got real shit joke
0: we were talking about your husband before the podcast started about he became a vegan lost a a
1: ton of weight lost over 100 and some pounds that's crazy yeah his health was going down I mean, knees and shit hurting, everything. And he just said, I'm not eating this shit anymore. Well, if you're 100 pounds overweight, just My imagine. My a big guy. He was a big
0: guy. Carrying an extra 100 pounds. Like, just everywhere you go, you have to put 100 pounds on your shoulders. Like, everything will start breaking after a while. Yeah. That's what most people are doing that are 100 pounds overweight. They just don't think about it, right?
1: Yeah. So he got his shit together, became a vegan, <laughs> haven't eaten meat in two years.
0: Wow, that's crazy! Did you do you stick food in his face? Like
1: smell this bitch? It don't bother my husband. Is so fucking strong-minded. This motherfucker went on a forty-day water, just pure water. I was like, "Are you what? fucking crazy?" Well, you can't live on just water. For he dropped so much weight just <laughs> on water and went to work every day. That's crazy! You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I told him. I said that's it's dying. some stupid fucker on on face on uh, YouTube. That told him he could live off water. I was like, look at your fucking titties. They're fucking just gone. You need to eat something. 40 days of he no eating? 40 days of no eating. Did you drink juice? Nothing. He didn't even brush his fucking teeth. He brushed with water.
2: There had to <laughs> been supplements or some kind of <laughs> No, he didn't. Can't I'm telling you, live he, off water
0: he lived on water. Well let's see. How many days do you think it says online? I'm not saying his story's not true, but if you I Google, can call him and you can how, ask no, him. No, I believe him. But I'm saying how many days I did do you a, think it says online that you could only drink water before you die?
2: I did a a, a ten day water no, lemon fast where and I couldn't No, eat, he didn't
1: do no lemon. He didn't. Brian, all how many water. days?
2: I would say you could live to be 30 days with just water and maybe some stuff, but... I think it's 21. But you'd be dead, like, the last two weeks.
0: I think that's, like, the... Isn't that the, the story behind Drunken and Afraid? Who or is that? Not Drunken and Afraid. Naked and Afraid. <laughs> don't, they, uh, don't they say that? Like, it's 21 days is the day? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's find out. Can you live off only water? We'll go to Yahoo Answers. It says... The average person can, depending upon your body fat, the average person can go from a week to one month or so without food. So this guy went 40 days. He, like, probably hit the boundaries He was so possible. He
1: was shaking so bad. And I was like, can you please fucking eat? How are you just going to down me? I don't even know what the policy is.
0: That is so <laughs> crazy.
2: He okay. had to do some kind of supplement.
0: Okay, there's a hunger strike Wikipedia page. Apparently, you could live as many as 74 days. That's the longest a person's ever gone with just having water. Oh, my God. Hunger strikers dying after 52 to 74 days. So 74 is uh, a big one.
2: That's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Gandhi yeah. Gandhi apparently went through a bunch of uh, hunger strikes. When he was... I didn't know Gandhi was alive so young. I
1: don't know so long ago. It was 1922. The only way I can go on a hunger strike is they shut down all the (laughs) Chick-fil-A's. Do you get mad on Sunday? Why does
0: Chick-fil-A have to be so religious? They can't be open on Sunday.
1: (laughs) Well, by that time, I don't fucking soak all of that crap into my body so much. I love Chick-fil-A so much, I made my son get his first job there so we can get a discount. Wow.
0: (laughs) It was... um, there's there's certain people that are uh, that are famous hunger strikers. Apparently, a guy who fasted to death. His name is uh, boy. Try to pronounce this. J a t i n das d a s Jatin dos maybe. Um, it was hundred sixteenth day of his fast. They gave up their hunger strike, surpassing the ninety seven day world record for hunger strikes, which was led by an Irish revolutionary. So, apparently, you can fucking do that. You can not eat for 40 days like your husband did. He's
1: crazy, though. Like, he was probably on death's door. I know. He was so fucking weak. And he went to work (laughs) and worked. My husband built uh, the transmission for Allison Transmission. That's a crazy way to decide to lose weight. I mean, he just wanted to cleanse his body. (laughs) But, of, you know of cells <laughs> of but you know what? But you know his skin turned so pretty. I thought because <laughs> he's about to die. <laughs> his skin's skin changed. Like, yeah, it was, became super smooth and. How and many days
0: in to his fast I didn't
1: really because I, you know, I traveled. I tried to travel when I at that time. I was traveling a lot, so you know, I come home and I was like, God damn, you losing a lot of weight, dude. And then I thought oh. he on a fucking water fast. Like you need to fucking eat.
0: Yeah, did he ever get to a point where you were worried about him falling asleep yes, driving? I, or?
1: No, not really falling asleep driving. I was worried about him fucking. He was always cold. So I was like, you cold, you about to die. What the <laughs> fuck are you going to leave me here with these children for? I got to do gigs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. So then when after 40 days, he starts eating. He starts eating. And what did he eat?
1: He, uh, he started to, like, fruit. He went into fruit first. He's real that. gentle. Yeah. That's so, got to be
0: a big shock to your system. All yeah, that's what he said. He didn't want to shock
1: his system. He does this shit all the time. He don't go that long anymore. He might go 20 days, 15 days. Whoa, really? Mm-hmm.
0: I've heard of people doing, like, six days of juice. That's you it. You want me to
1: call him and ask him?
0: No. I, listen, I'm not questioning. I'm just saying I don't know anybody who's ever done that. That's a yeah. very extreme dude.
1: He just liked that when he said when he just I tell you, he used to smoke cigarettes and nobody knows this. And he just stopped. And he started back one time when I got arrested. He went to court with me when I was getting my life together and I needed my driver's license. And it just said, you have five thousand dollars worth of traffic tickets. (laughs) How you want to pay this? And so my husband's like, your honor, I can only get five hundred dollars out at one, you know, during the day that's it he said well you gotta go get some money we're gonna lock her ass up he started back smoking because he never been to jail
0: wow that's the hardest one probably quitting smoking that's probably no he went cold turkey
1: eating. he and after i got out of jail he stopped he wow. did it again about a week he always do every fucking thing cold turkey joe i've been trying to lose weight forever i've tried all the nice shit out there. system did work, but I can't afford the shit. So now I'm back at my X-Lax diet because that's really cheap. X-Lax diet. Yeah. What's take, the X-Lax diet? You take it and shit your oh, brains out. No. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, he gets mad at me because I do X-Lax, and I get mad at him because he do water. <laughs> yeah, I think
0: X-Lax is probably worse for you than water. I, I know I do the mild for form. The mild form of <laughs> X-Lax. But it, I mean, all that's do you're is a diuretic,
1: right? I mean, what does it do? It's it a, makes me shit. Yeah. Of pounds. Like, if I can eat a cheeseburger <laughs> and I really want to get rid of this cheeseburger. It blows right through me. you? <laughs> it blows right through me. <laughs> it's the po diet, okay? That is not
0: <laughs> a way to do it. That's I know, Joe, but sometimes
1: I can't resist Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> I like coffee, and I really can't drink coffee because I got sensitive nipples. Coffee make my nipples really sore. And I almost what? Feel, I'm serious. it makes your nipples sore. Caffeine fucks my breasts up. Wow. I got caffeine breasts. I'm called caffeine breasts. And women out there who's listening, they know I'm telling the truth. So, this is a
0: common term, caffeine yes. breasts?
1: Yes. When you drink too much caffeine, it fucks with your, your titties. So, I just went and had a mammogram on just my left titty two weeks ago. Wow. Because I, I had too much caffeine. So, when I lay off the caffeine, my breast stopped being sore. But I like Chick fil A coffee. <laughs>
0: Fibrocystic breast that's changes. That's what it's called. See, that's yeah. that's the
1: medical term.
0: Yeah, fibrocystic God breast dammit, changes. God damn it, you Google everything. <laughs> I do. I'm constantly, um, constantly curious. Yeah, uh, pain or discomfort in both breasts. Pain comes goes with the period but can last through the entire month. Breasts feel full, swollen, and yeah. heavy. Yeah.
1: And caffeine does that mm-hmm. to my breasts. Well, my nipples are hard to set in the bra. I have to wrap them in, uh, uh, I have to wrap it in tissue paper. Wow,
0: that's crazy!
1: But coffee fucks me up, but I love it.
0: Some women get it from eating chocolate, yeah. drinking caffeine, or eating high-fat foods. It causes their symptoms. Uh, but according to this uh, medical page, there's uh, no clear proof of what's causing it. Yeah, uh, pains very. When subjective. I come
1: off of caffeine, mm-hmm. my titties stop being so. <laughs> Honestly, I know my titties.
0: Well, it makes sense. Fibrocystic breast changes. Fibrocystic breast. That's mm. what it's called. Painful, lumpy breasts. Yes, so lumpy, so. and
1: it almost make you feel like you got, you know, like you feel a lump. So I went in two weeks ago, and I was like, I'm very paranoid because breast cancer running my family. So I, on my daddy's side. So I was like, just check my damn titty, so my doctor <laughs> know
0: that I'm a comedian. Did you say it that way, yes, to the doctor. I say any
1: fucking thing to my doctor. I really? Love, I fucking love my doctor. Like when he giving me a gynecology visit, I be like, How do this blue cross blue shield pussy look, doc? <laughs> 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 oh. So they gave me a mammogram on one breast, and like you don't have any fucking lumps. Lay off the damn coffee.
0: Oh, that's all it is. That's that, that's fascinating. That's yeah. amazing. Is there anything that does that to your dick? Do you have fibrocystic dick cells?
1: When Drink you a coffee, woman and you turn is- about forty, your body's like a sixty four Chevy. You must repair that bitch. Like mm-hmm. honestly, since we're friends now, I tell you. Okay. So when I turned forty. My cycle came on one day, wouldn't go off, so I had to go in there. And they go, I don't know the medical term, but I know you're gonna, I know you're gonna Google it. They have to burn the inside of your vagina. Oh, good lord! And they burnt my vagina, Joe, and they were beatboxing for like three weeks. It was a, it, it didn't hurt. It was like boop 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 boop. So I called my doctor. I was like, my pussy is singing. Can you stop my pussy from singing? <laughs> so it was like air? Or no, it was,
0: it was- healing. It was healing. Yes. So in the healing, it was popping, and it was
1: sounding like it was making music.
0: <sighs> what kind of healing was going on there?
1: I don't know, but it was like boop 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 boop. I could almost feel it in my stomach. And All my right. doctor, know I'm a comedian, and I was like, I'm serious, doctor. My pussy's beatboxing. So I go up there, and he said it was healing. So essentially, they had a cauterize. Is that the term? Yeah, use? something like that. So you were
0: bleeding so much that they had to go in there. They
1: either do two things: they either burn the inside of you, or they give you a hysterectomy. And I didn't Whoa. want a hysterectomy. So
0: there was no other way to stop the bleeding. No, good lord! It just
1: break down. You use it so much. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's a crazy feeling that they, they burnt the inside of you to cool everything off. Not to, stop to cool the flow. it well, I mean, yeah, to Stop, stop the, the flow. flow. Yeah. To, that's crazy. Yeah. God, this uh, extra things that women have to worry about. Breast cancer is one. Like, they say dudes get breast cancer, but, you know, I'm like, man. All one. y'all
1: got to worry about is drop penises. That's it. And drop. then they, yeah, soft wieners. Mm. Yeah, but they fix that. They have pills for Yeah, that. but they don't have anything for broken titties and broken, <laughs> broken vagina. You know, dry assholes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know people. Uh, people get their vaginas tightened up. I've heard that's unbelievably painful though. Really? Yeah, they go in there and fucking you know, woman's had a few kids and their vagina's all blown out. They'll, they'll it doesn't blow
1: it out. It still got some grip. You gotta Depends. use your stomach. You sorry, on half woman. her.
0: Depends on the woman. This I know what you're saying, but there, there's realities about the shape of the body, like about like stretch marks. A lot of that's genetic. Some people get stretch marks. Some people do not. Some Beyonce people fully, don't have any, does she? Yeah. No. Probably got just crazy genes. Some people, they stretch way the fuck out and have a kid, and it all goes right back into place. It's amazing. And then some people, one kid, and they're Dunsville. The whole thing, the whole package is just done. Like like someone just drove a truck through a water balloon. My my daughter-in-law is
1: like that. I was like, don't have a baby because this baby is going to fuck up your figure. I said, you young girls need to stop fucking trying to be mamas. Take your body and abuse them. Have fun. Have (laughs) a baby when you fucking in your late 30s before it's about to dry out. Don't give a man an opportunity to fuck up your flat stomach.
0: (laughs) But what if she wants a baby more than twelve? She, she had wants a, flat a fucking stomach?
1: baby. Now she's fat and she fucking all out of shape, and she still trying to wear that sexy shit. And I'm like, oh no, boo boo, take them no. whole shorts <laughs> off. It's not gonna work. You missed your opportunity. I told you don't let my fucking son get you pregnant.
0: Oh no, boo boo, take your take that whole <laughs> shit off. Take oh, that whole shit off. I told you not to let my son get you pregnant. Holy shit, that's funny. There was a thing Ugh. in the
2: news the other day where ages 18 to 24 are twice as uh, likely to get vaginal surgery than most women. And I guess it's really popular with the young kids now to get the Barbie cut where they chop off all the lips and everything. So it's just the line, you know, like Whoa. kind of like, how, you oh, know, like labia t- surgery, yeah. man. Yeah, 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 to, to make who your vaginal look who 18 want, to 24. Who, who
1: wants a lipless pussy?
2: It's it's the porn that people are trying to get the porn yeah. look, you know, like the perfect.
1: That
0: must virgin. be exactly what it These is. These kids forever. are
1: crazy. No, everybody wanted their lips. What is vagina lips called? Labia. Labia? Babia. Labia, e- labia. Arabia. Everybody, what only, did they labia? I only read it? it. I never say it. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Who would cut <laughs> their for John Lipper? What's going to catch the stuff that's coming out of it?
0: It's stuff' that's coming out of it. <laughs> I
1: mean, the panty line is there to catch it after it falls, but it's right. got to like run down the sides.
0: Meat curtains. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Meat yeah. curtains. Yeah. I don't know. I think it is pornography though, because you think about like pornography is so br- it's so bright and visual. You know, like if you got a camera, and you if you're having sex with someone, you know, you, there's a lot of stuff going on, right? There's a their faces in your face, you're kissing, you're touching each other. You're, but if you're watching a porn, a lot of times they're just showing you like the insertion. They're showing you the dick and the vagina. They're showing you the body parts. They're showing you things moving, and you're concentrating on like this one particular area, and you could decide for whatever reason, like that that is. That's what you gotta focus on. Like that, you need to trim up your fucking yard. You could clean your hedges so it looks like these videos.
1: Well, you know what, Joe? <laughs> I got stomach sitting on my vagina. I ain't seen it since the 90s. So maybe I don't know what's going on down there. Maybe I need some, what is it called, Batman pussy too. <laughs> Good God Almighty.
0: Yeah, I don't think you need it. No, I don't need it, Joe. I mean. don't. Nobody needs that. Don't do that. And plus, some guys like it. Like Jim Norton, he's always talking about, he loves big pussy lips. It, it drives him crazy that women get that fixed. Like they, some some famous porn star. I think her name was Houston. She uh, did something with her vagina lips, like she sold them or something like that. Sold like your go- vagina lips? Google lip? that. Yeah, there was something crazy. God, I'm trying to remember the story. She, I think she got surgery and then she did something with it. She was also one of the first people to ever do a gangbang. Remember, she did like the few Houston... No, she
1: wasn't. We saw that shit in the hood all the time when Craig first came out. <laughs> Joe, come on. That, I, know, I-, I mean in a porn. Oh, that's what I mean. oh okay, getting paid. Oh, well, one of those giant ones, like 500 people.
0: Like, yeah. She let
1: 500 people have sex. See, this is the thing. They say it's 500
0: people, but it's really like 60 people, and they fuck her a bunch of times. They, like, go through the line, and they keep going, and, you know, they act like a new guy. I think some of them have actually gone. I think I've
1: heard of that. I'm not into porn. <laughs> I'm not into uh, porn.
0: No? It was Houston. She sold her labia for $50,000. And what did somebody Christ. do,
1: bomb and suck on them for skin? Yeah, like,
0: yeah. Like a silky blanket What do you How long will it last? $50,000 How long is it good for? Is it
1: in his freezer somewhere? I don't know He's probably had it dried out (laughs) It's like eating It's like eating beef jerky (laughs) (laughs) Beef jerky vagina Uh, I need to call and tell uh, my daughter that She might like uh, that
0: uh, Is there a I need to. Tell you, she might like beef jerky vagina. Is there a photo of said labia? No, no I don't want to
1: see no sub labias. <laughs> I, <don't see> that. <laughs> I
0: just, I just don't understand. Is there a before and after
1: picture of a no. pussy?
0: If there's not, that's ridiculous. It's, and it's just reportedly like it's, it's okay, it's, so it could be both.
1: Yeah, I'm more for the women who trying to keep dilds, and you know, yeah, I'm just f- want a vagina jacket. Just, I don't understand. I, it's got to be that. It's got to be
0: the porn. It's got to be. It's got to be. I mean, yeah. think about. Fake breasts, fake breasts are so, you know, the other thing, I was at, uh, I did K-Rock the other day, and um, they brought up Korean women who win the, uh, like, Miss Korea, Mm -hmm. you know, Miss Korea, they look exactly the same. Like, pull up, pull up, there's a vi- uh, all there's image. All those women look the same anyway, Jay. Oh, no, 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 this is way crazy, because it's all about plastic surgery. They get a very specific type of look by plastic surgery, and it's super, super, super common amongst so Korean So <laughs> All of them? But that's what's crazy. It doesn't make any sense, because they look exactly the same. So over the years, like, so how, think of how many, look at this, plastic surgery blamed for making all Miss Korea contestants look alike. Look at what these women look like. They look exactly the same. Like you could have photos of any one of them doing something and then tell the police and And the other one will be charged for the crime. (laughs) I mean, look at what they look like. I mean, I don't like generalizations. You say, oh, everybody looks the same. Well, maybe you, you racist fuck. No, those girls look exactly the same. And what they're doing is apparently they're going and getting a very specific type of surgery uh, and they shape their face to a very specific way. And they do it with their chin, and they do it with their eyes, and they do it with their noses. And when I it's all like said and done. I fucking
1: person with a different hair, then. Very
0: close, at least. Very close. I mean, really close. When it's all said and done, they're How almost exactly same. How you know they exactly wasn't born the like that? No, no, no. No, no, no. There's a lot of before and afters. This is a real common problem. In, in, well, I wouldn't say common. I wouldn't say a problem, rather. It's a cultural issue in Korea. Their That's plastic a good thing. surgery has run
1: rampant. Because if you don't want to have sex with your wife, you send one of them over there.
0: And when, was I mean? Oh, so if you don't want to have sex with your husband. Yeah, you, your husband. And you look exactly <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, you look
1: just like that. Just send your husband. Yeah, I mean, yeah you got... Why do you go out with your boyfriend? <laughs> if he sticks it in
0: there and he, re, he realizes, like, this one's tighter. This one's got that extra work done down there. No, men don't know. This is me. not my wife. <laughs> what is going on here? Unless he thinks that she had something done. But it's just, uh, it's very strange that they're all adopting this uniform look. That's scary to me, you know? That's a scary... Uh,
2: there's before and after of one you could see. Yeah, look at this. You know, she looks very actually.
1: Fuck, she needed that. She <laughs> yeah, like a little boy. <laughs> <laughs> they should wow. do that, Joe. She <laughs> like, she look like, <laughs> she look like the karate kid. If
2: you could tell the big, the big thing <laughs> that they're getting is the, you know, what the, what's been quoted as the anime eye. If you look at the eyes, they're very big and you know
0: they're kind of stretched. How do open. they
1: stretch their eyes out?
0: They cut the lids. <clears throat> they change the lids. They change the shape of the lid. They they go in there and they they take That's just like a too much for pie me. slice out, pull that bitch together, and their eyes are like this. That's what they do to people when they get older too. I know a dude who did that, has eyes done, like to get your eyes done, and all of a sudden you're like this.
1: It's nothing like seeing a, a dude looking like an old-ass woman with plastic surgery, isn't Man. it?
2: Kenny Rogers, have you seen him lately? It is the uh, creepiest thing ever. He's like on a commercial right don't now. I've he...
1: Kenny
0: Rogers. It's terrifying. Yeah. You know who Kenny Rogers is? I fucking who he is? like yeah. country music. Yeah. Movies. yeah. We yeah. Well, do you ever see what he looks like now?
1: No. Yeah, let me see. You wouldn't, really? wouldn't recognize him.
0: Really? Yeah, poor guy. He's pretty open about it, I think. He's had conversations about it, talked about it, how he fucked up. Shit, I mean, you kind of have to talk about how you fucked up when you look like this because it's it's so obvious.
1: Well, John Rivers had a lot of it.
0: Yeah, that's not a bad picture, dude. In that picture, he kind of looks normal, but he there's he pulled, that's titus. a bad picture. That's a bad picture. Go get get a good one because there's some good ones that are like really shocking. Just pull up Kenny Rogers' bad plastic surgery, and you'll get some good ones. I was on the beach the other day, and uh, this dude caught a uh, a manta ray. You know what a manta ray is? <laughs> And he pulls it in from the water, and uh, there's, it's in Malibu, and there's all these rich people that have houses there, and they think they can tell people what to do for whatever reason. So uh, the dude had already released the manta. He caught it and released it. You know, they were trying to catch fish, and they just caught this manta ray accidentally. And so he uh, he's releasing it, and this lady comes running. Because this other lady was like, you know, they're doing this. They're torturing that animal. They pulled it out of the ocean. And this chick comes running to tell them what to do. And when I tell you that she looked like a monster, like I am not exaggerating. (laughs) She looked like a monster. (laughs) I mean, this poor lady, I, I felt bad. Like she had done so much to herself. It was like her face had been so pulled back. And The guys who are listening are podcast fans. The guys who caught the fish, so they're probably listening to it right now. They, they were talking to me before, so I I assume, that if you know who you are, what's up? Nice guys. <laughs> um, you know, regular-looking, young, tattooed-up dudes who are out there fishing, they caught this big-ass manta ray. But this lady came running, and when I saw her, as she approached them, I had a visual, I mean, a, a like a vis- visible, like I felt an, a, a, a tangible, like, quiver. Like, I saw her. I made the visual contact. Like, my eyes hit her face, and I was like, like I just, oh! Like who fucked
1: up your face? What did you
0: do? And not only that, she's in this crazy ass, fucking multi-million-dollar beach house. You know this? Be- those beach he, houses in Malibu are ridiculous. And, he, man. and he's
1: off somewhere cheating with somebody whose eyes is not wide open while he sleep. He's probably just Xanax the fuck out, just trying to deal with her and him. <sighs> And his own
0: life. He's probably a mess too. I don't know who he was or who she was, but it was the arrogance of this crazy lady running up to these guys. She goes, guys, throw it back. Throw it back. Like. You could keep a manta ray and eat it if you wanted to. Nobody could stop you, and it's like you be look out there. That's the ocean. Like that's really fucking big. <laughs> like this idea that you're like, this guy on the the side of, is going to do anything to the population of the manta rays. Like that's not how animals die. They die because of giant nets that they pull amongst these huge boats, and they. They pulled them out of the. That's what's overpop, overfishing. It's not a dude on the rocks pulling some. But in her idea, was it, you know, in her mind, she was going to tell this dude. Put the
1: mentor up.
0: But I, f- I felt so bad. Manneries are cute, though. They're kind of different. They're a
2: unique species, I I Oh, I yeah. Think.
0: They're kind of cool. Yeah. But, you know, you you ever had skate? Like at a restaurant, mm-hmm. it's delicious. What is skate? Skate is a it's a manta ray. It's a type of ray. Yeah, that thing there. I mean, it wasn't that one. That was not the one that he caught. He caught ray. it was like a stingray. It had like one. Right. I don't know what kind of ray it was. It was cool looking, but he he let it go immediately. He had already let it go when this lady came running over. But she just had such a monster face. That he should have said, tight monster face. Is so I'm going to take
1: this manta ray and beat the hell out of you if you don't get <laughs> off this beach. <laughs> no. they would Loose call your police. face up.
0: They call the police so fast. They probably have, I don't know how they do it, but you know, like, oh, here's, there's Kenny Rogers. That's a good, bad picture of him.
1: Why you oh, say it's it. bad?
0: The one on the Look right? At his eyes and his nose. Is, looks, he looks, he looks like he's high as fuck.
1: <laughs> he might be in California.
0: That's not a good one, though. There's some other hey, ones where it just looks really awful. Well, there, there's other. Uh, I've seen a, one comparison. Like this one's a good one, too, maybe. Yeah,
1: that's it. That's, a good that's it. Holy fuck. He looking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> that cannot be no Kenny Rogers It is, it
0: is. That's his daddy No, it's yeah. him It changed the shape of his face and Oh doesn't, my and, god And it doesn't make you look better either It just makes you look different And not a good different
1: His eyes is wide open
0: You can't shoot that shit in your face either, man That thing that everyone's doing Where they're putting oh, filler yeah. in their face oh, yeah. Not just Botox, no, but filler The black
1: girls mm-hmm. are putting it in their ass they putting a, mm-hmm. a So many transgenders have died <laughs> I'm serious whoa, whoa. Stuffing
0: things in their no, ass No they was
1: No you haven't heard about it Google it They was taking People was telling They was giving them yeah. butt shots mm-hmm. But they was putting Fucking corking oil Corking oil In the ass mm-hmm. And I know I know so many Black girls with fake booties <laughs> And when that That's shit Harden That's a meme right up, now
0: That's a photo With some captions on it for
1: Yeah sure. when that shit Harden up Ain't nothing oh, they can do With that crap
0: They can't go in And cut it out
1: No I don't know. Oh. I don't. I wouldn't let nobody shoot no no fucking Home Depot <sighs> stuff in my booty. Well, some women that had their lips done back in the day are they're they
0: scarred for life. There was this poor lady that used to live down the street from me, and she had uh like she'd talk to you, and she had a line like right <laughs> here from here to here, a straight yeah. a straight line <laughs> inside her lips from where she had these artificial lips put in. And so when you she would talk to you, you would see the scar. Like the scar in her upper lip, it was so distracting. It was like, what did you do?
1: You just She probably got she, it
0: for sexual pleasure. She wanted lips like yours. She wanted natural ones. Couldn't get it.
1: I always get compliments on my lips. They have beautiful lips. Well, you thank you. You hear that? Well, I got... <laughs> Wait a minute. What? <laughs> Joe said Nothing I have beautiful lips. They're beautiful. <laughs> That's what
0: white women want. They want those plump, juicy lips. You know? White women, sometimes they'll go drastic measures. And uh,
1: they want big asses now.
0: hmm yeah, they're getting them too. It's yeah. Weird. You see, yeah, you Strange. see that show?
2: Was it botched? Botched? Oh, where it's no. all yeah. plastic. I was watching one last night where the woman got the the fake butt, and <sighs> it started to it popped or something like that, and started going into her leg and her and her and stuff. And they couldn't get it out because it started growing at, uh, with the muscles. It started mm. attaching the muscles, so they couldn't take it out. And so she just decided to get another one put in there, and then that one didn't take because there was it's was just all. What fucked was she up. getting? Uh, butt implants and then n- then she could just flip them like she would sit down oh and would flip upside God. down and stuff like that Like reverse oh popularity. I saw that lady I yeah. saw
1: that on, on yeah Facebook I saw that lady she just flip her ass inside out and it was a bad job and I was like as long as the long as the ass is sticking the right way it's not a bad job mm-hmm. it was like a little s-
0: how low are your standards <laughs> yeah no it's a bad job if you can flip it around
1: <laughs> who are you a spokesperson for the surgery? I mean I don't know I mean but when it was turned the right way the ass was nice and curvy, mm-hmm. when it flipped over, it looked like a plate that was upside down. And I asked, "But
0: could you imagine what it feels like if you grab that thing? Yeah. Like you're wrestling with something. It's like a fish is underneath the surface. Of I mean, it
1: can't be no different than sucking fake tits. I, I got Fate to grab a g- girl's butt at a
2: strip club in Dayton, Ohio, and it felt just like boobs on your butt. But hers, she got the really big ones, the ones that were like the size of. Basketballs, and so it was just like jelly. She was, it was white, f- very jelly. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. She
0: probably went too far. Yeah, that's what happens. Everybody goes too far. It's like th- some women can get breast jobs, and they just get a little. A little bit of an uh, Enlargement mm-hmm. And it looks great Yeah And then other women Get crazy And they get those Basketballs put in And you're like Oh And then weird. they have Back problems
1: And they look stupid they look and stupid And then they The, the little cleavage sag I'm just yeah. gonna Keep it what I got I'm gonna keep The same man Joe <laughs> I don't have time To be fucking Cutting off my Libyus <laughs> My vagina lips <laughs> Or your skin lips Whatever you wanna call it Cause that stuff Gonna dry your vagina You're never gonna Have a wet vagina Without having those lips You dumbass is that
0: how it works? So the lips like help? Well, it helps the keeps the mm.
1: moisture in there, moisture in there, whatever you want to call. Keep the shit wet. I'm
0: learning a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of things I didn't know.
1: Yeah, so I'm, I can't do all that. I don't want to pull my neck, back my eyes back. I mean, you know, you're yeah. gonna get old. Mm-hmm. Shit is gonna stop working. That's why God gave you hand. When my husband ain't working no more, I just unstick his balls and we keep it moving. We watch the news and go to bed.
0: You know what I think? I think that also when people are doing their early adopters, you know what I'm saying? Like, the people that got the original boob jobs, like, those they leaked, and there's silicone, and, you know, the poor people got sick, and remember how many people got, like, lupus and all these diseases from tits? I knew a girl got lupus from her breast job. She had a leaky breast job, and she got lupus. Like, she was all fucked up. Her immune system was jacked. But now, like, they have it down where, like, you know, it's very few reactions. It's a different feel to it. Like you were talking about, it's like a...
2: Gummy bear boobs. Yeah. Yeah. They
0: feel like a real breast. They feel like like really firm, real breasts. And I think that in the future, and not so far away either, they're going to be able to give you injections that make a woman's breast grow. Like they're gonna be able to grow natural. Well, breasts. everybody,
1: breasts ain't. You know, I think if you if you don't have breasts, and shit is probably hereditary. Go back down the line. You got a be- bunch of flat-breasted aunts and shit. <laughs> You're not supposed to have titties. <laughs> I remember when I wanted breasts, and my, so Mike. My, I remember as a little girl, somebody was like, "If you rub butter on your titties." They would grow in your ass. They would grow. So we went in the refrigerator and took all my mama butter, and we just soaked our <laughs> chest in butter. And so, and I think that's why I got titties today. So, ladies, don't spend your money at the plastic surgery. Just buy some fucking—I can't believe it—not butter. Mm-hmm. Put your two boobs in there and soak them overnight and see if they grow in two weeks.
0: I'm not sure if that works.
1: I don't know it. either. But look at me—I'm rocking a 44 double D with grease titties. up under it.
0: There's um apparently there's a lot of people been working at this. They've been trying to do this for a long time and there's uh, there's a bunch of ways that can kind of help a little bit, but they're not exactly they're not really ready to grow tits yet. But you know what someone brought up the other day that made a lot of sense? They were saying that like when a woman, uh, man becomes a woman, when he becomes transgender, becomes a woman, they start taking estrogen shots and a lot of times they grow natural <clears throat> breasts.
1: They do. I got a son who eats too much McDonald's and he got nice size A cups. That's on the same note. Yes, um, it is. He got nipples and everything. He's overweight. He's overweight. So yeah. they should gain weight and grow tits. <laughs> no, it might not work.
0: It might work, but it might not work. But w- <laughs> what they're saying is that they can give a man injections yeah. and he starts growing
1: like natural boobs. He like knew. wouldn't
0: they be able to give a woman estrogen and would that make that probably grow? fuck us
1: up because we already uh produce, produce estrogen. it, it makes it right. crazy yeah we probably crazy. go crazy <laughs> <laughs> too much women in here yeah
0: right it's an overflow you woman. come
1: home and this bitch cooking the cat
0: yeah right
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> you don't want to do that
0: uh, there's a lot of fucking problems apparently with silicone and breast implants per- particularly the silicone gel can cause connective tissue or autoimmune diseases such as rheumatoid arthritis and lupus, neurological disorders, cancer, even new silicone-related diseases that didn't exist before breast enhancement surgery.
1: So you got nice tits but can't open your hands.
0: You can have some serious... This girl was all fucked up that had lupus. She was a mess. You know, like, that's a those autoimmune diseases like that, like lupus, are no joke, you know?
2: Is there any plastic surgery that you
0: would get? you know what i think man i think we're so close to them being able to figure out how to do stuff without it like i don't need plastic surgery i'm beautiful perfect as i am but i've had it i had tr- hair transplants when i was younger obviously what um, happened i just my hair was falling out and i was trying but, to fight against it so
1: you had hair transplant but you don't got no hair now now
0: i shave it i should have shaved it so now you're beginning. shaving
1: your transplants
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wastes fucking money, Joe. You wastes can't... money. That's one way to look at it. <laughs> Y'all white people, stop getting hair transplant. All you got to do is go to the hood and get something called a quick weave. A quick oh, weave. Yes, it's what a whole that? what you watching on my head. It's a whole head of hair for fifty dollars.
0: Listen, that's not gonna work with me. I do jujitsu. Like
1: I'm getting choked no, we don't get. They don't got it. Like we this shit is off, sold up, no, so not anymore. <laughs> not anymore,
0: <laughs> not anymore, <laughs> not anymore. White dudes are not allowed to get weaves. It's just too pathetic. What well, they go
1: around with the two pays that be shaking and shit that we can tell. They it's should fake. get that off. Yeah, they don't. They don't need
0: those. <laughs> Shave the head. <laughs> I know a
1: guy <laughs> who works at the Lowe's in my area. He got one, and it's fucking horrible. It Poor makes bastard. him look like a child molester. i be mean, like, you <laughs> look like you kill babies, but You <laughs> take that ugly ass wig Did off you tell your that head. To him? No, but I don't. Like, he creeps me out because, you know, it's nothing like saying somebody with a bad weave when you wear weave. Right. So you have a good one and him having a bad one is offensive to you? Yeah. It's yes, bad for the whole weave community?
0: You- <laughs> <laughs> like, when John Travolta wears his beautiful one and he goes on the Academy Awards, are you like, that's a respectable weave?
1: Yes. I mean, it's got to look good. The problem is it's glued to your head. Not anymore. This is sold in
0: sewn in. Sown in, mm. in sewn in sewn
1: in sewn in yeah but
0: if a dude's bald like if you're always bald like i have stubble up here but it was all just it was going it was gone it was, it was the party was over The what happens is they take hair from the back of your head and yeah. where it's never going to fall out and they move it to the top the the joke was that it's like taking a bunch of really healthy people and you move into a neighborhood where everybody's dying that's what it's like when you have hair. you don't think <laughs> so about that. Did your You're
1: transplants like, die. <laughs> no,
0: they stayed, they stuck around. They're the new residents that like they, they so do they grow now? Yeah, yeah, they grow. but the old hair that used to be there along with the transplants, thats a, that shit all falls out eventually.
1: So when you grow hair, what do it look like? <laughs> do you look Stop. like?
0: No, no, I mean, I have enough hair to grow my hair out and okay. not look like I have cancer, but it's not it's pretty close. It was going. It, it was, was on it was its way. getting
2: thinner. It was like yeah.
0: cotton candy year. It was getting older. -er. It was was (laughs) falling out more and more, and it was it was annoying. (laughs) Is that what they still do now? Just shave it. Yeah, they do. Well, they do it now. They do uh, what they call um, single follicle. So they take like one hair at a time. They'll take it from there and put it up there. But the bottom line is, you only have so much hair back here, and especially if you go full Ronald McDonald, like if your your hair goes bald like way back to the edge. Imagine taking that little edge and trying to populate your entire head. Good luck. You don't have enough hair. So then they figured out how to clone hair, and that's what they're working on now. They're working on cloning hair. But at the same time, they're also working on some other shit like that'll just genetically, they'll be able to inject it in your skin, and it'll grow hair like crazy. They're pretty close to being able to figure that out because it's some sort of a giant multi-multi-billion-dollar industry. Dudes losing their hair. But if I could give anybody any advice from someone who's already shaved their head, Shave your
1: fucking head.
0: I it's you so sexy. easy. I Thank you. So My I husband lost sexy. his
1: hair too. He was trying to hold
0: on it's to that so, shit. It's so like freeing and I don't I truly do not give a fuck. Like it doesn't bother me at all anymore. My hair used to fuck with me when it was falling out cuz I was thinking about shaving it but I wasn't sure if I could, you know, I needed to just just jump in and do it.
1: We but once I it did it, years. I was like,
0: "Oh God, yeah!" <laughs> once I did it, though, I was like, "Oh, this is so much better."
1: My husband used to have that kid and play fade, but he had that <laughs> hole in the middle.
0: That's a sad hole. <laughs> and it was—I was like,
1: uh, "Can you fucking get this goddamn teacup hole off the top of your head? Let <laughs> it go and look like he look like a bottle top opener." What <laughs> did you want
0: him to do with it?
1: Cut the shit off. He was losing his hair. It was thinning. And it was like, it would grow around the fade, but it had a hole in the top. So he was good until he went, what the fuck? (laughs) You know, it looked like he was keeping a little safe on top of his
0: head. Yeah, we talked about poor Jason Alexander decided at like 50-something years old to wear a toupee out of of nowhere. I don't know Jason Alexander, but. You don't know Seinfeld, the show Seinfeld? George from Seinfeld. Do you ever watch Seinfeld? No, you're too fat busy dude. Yeah. shooting people and fucking <laughs> getting arrested. Oh no, my
1: husband watched <laughs> Seinfeld. He turned me on to Seinfeld, so like, I don't want to watch this boring ass show. And then I watched. It. I was like, "This is a fucking great show." It
0: is a fucking great show. Yeah,
1: we spent many nights watching Seinfeld.
0: Do you know? Do you know Richard Pryor's story? Yes, I do. Do you know his story, like of growing up in a brothel? The whole yeah, deal. I,
1: yeah, but I, yeah, I know
0: your story is like five times more crazy than Richard Pryor's. Story. Really? Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's it's pretty close. I mean, Richard Pryor. I didn't
1: suck. No, oh, oh, I didn't turn gay for two weeks. I read Richard's <laughs> book. He turned gay for two weeks. I was like, Holy probably fuck, more Richard? than two weeks. Probably
0: more than two <laughs> weeks. It's more likely he did some stuff. I don't know. I mean, there's a different time too. If you stop and think about like what was going on in the '70s, think about all the people that are allegedly involved house. in gay shit. Well, the brothel, right? Yeah, the he brothel. Grew up. Grew up it's a prostitute house. Um, he, but you, you know, you look at like, um allegedly david bowie and mick jagger went gay for a while you know like um what's his name from um the who what the fuck's his name not roger daltrey the other guy jamie townsend pete townsend pete townsend was gay for a while like he even I did just this.
1: think it's, it's shit when you're in Hollywood It's no more, you done head out of a vagina You done turned it inside out You done stuck your foot in it You done kicked it across the room You done baked the pussy You done beat the pussy You done bang the pussy you done, uh, you done set it on fire So you're like, well you know what I'm gonna go over and play with this dick And see if I can do the same thing to a dick Not that they're gay They're just trying to do something else I think that's what they do out here Just in Hollywood Because in the Midwest They just keep the same old bitch with the beard Who smoked cigarettes Who tote babies on it Hips.
0: Um Maybe. You got a good point. Yeah, yeah I think just, for a it, lot of dudes, it probably is that. They probably want to just expand their experiences.
1: Yeah, it's like getting fingers put in their ass. I tell you, <laughs> let me tell you, so I went... I did a, I had to do a hosting for a dildo party. I'm not into dildos. I don't want to fuck How did you em. get How did you get this job? They, they <laughs> thought I was funny. They came to a show so they like come host our dildo party. They have
0: a dildo party.
1: Yes, and women loves this bitch. They, like they stamp got traders. Hey, like they Google got dicks that in do in the comic books. Do you know Do you know that they got the news st- the the dick with the suction's on it, so you huh? stick it to the toilet and you just have sex with yourself. When you finish, yeah. you rinse it, you rinse it off and put it in the dishwasher, whatever the fuck you do with it. Right. So I host this dildo party. So they give me this little thing, and I said, "Well, what is this?" She said, Well go home and spice up your relationship." So I was like, "Oh, my fucking relationship could use some spices." <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, you've been married for twenty three years. I mean, what else? <laughs> right. So I was like, "Well, what do I do with this?" She was like, "This is ball dust." She said, "You take this feather, you dust his balls, and you, Uh-oh. you." You, ball dust but it came with a pink feather so I go home with this ball dust and I was like open your leg I got some ball dust and it, I pulled out this feather and I was like if you don't get that gay ass kid away from my balls <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't participate. What He's if like it a, was black? He wouldn't have participated. It was like a, a fucking raven. feather. It was that feather. He's like, who the, what the fuck did you get bald dust? You're not putting that shit on my balls. is it because it, it was pink? It turned him off? No, nah, I think it was bald dust, period. My husband's not going to do all that extra shit. Why is pink universally
0: a girl's color?
2: I love pink. I don't know. Well,
0: don't it's nothing know. wrong with the color, but I mean, like, okay, this is lighter, this is a pink lighter. It's a Hello Kitty lighter, so it's definitely a girl's lighter. <laughs> That's my but, lighter. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> you
1: why you calling Red Band a girl? No,
0: we're just being silly. But. This is pink. Like, why is that color, like, a girl color? Why is white It's because when universal? you
2: because when you grew up, your mom put you girls in a pink bedroom and bought pink stuff. And when you, Society as a boy, told them that. It was boys were blue colors. Like, their it's bedroom determined colors were
1: It's to determine sex. So yeah. when you walk around with an ugly-ass baby that was a girl but looked like a boy, you put in pink. So was like, oh, your little boy is cute. No, she got on pink as a fucking girl, even though yeah. she looked like a boy.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: But how did we figure that out, though? How do we uh, figure uh, out Joe, pink for a girl? Joe, you gotta ask the people who started before us. <laughs> you I'm, asking I'm Jesus Christ questions? I don't know. <laughs> but I'm you wondering. You asking Rosa Parks questions? Not Rosa Parks. Maybe Harriet Tubman questions. I don't fucking know how they they came up with this shit. I got okay. a GD.
0: Yeah. Let's Google it. Yeah. Let's Google it. Why why does the color pink be associated with women? Yeah. Uh, okay. Why? Probably
1: because it's a soft color. Because <laughs> I think yeah, it is. is. But isn't white as well? White is my favorite color. Yeah, a lot of people like white. I have a white car. It's very pretty. It's good for When cars. I was little, I wanted to be white because I watched the Leave it to Beaver. And Beaver Mama was so fucking supportive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, so I wanted that lady for my mama. She cooked every day. You wasn't called bitches. You wasn't shot at. I was like, I want this bitch for my mama. So I wanted to be white.
0: Yeah. Pink, they don't know. They have no idea. They have no idea. It's most commonly associated with femininity. They don't have any idea why. There's a bunch of speculation, all different. Pink was likely associated with boy babies as with girl babies at a certain point in time. It was just associated with babies. We've, we had that picture, remember, of was it, uh, who, which, which original, was it Theodore Roosevelt dressed as a girl? When oh, yeah, he was young yeah, yeah. They used to They used to high dress Little boys Yeah pull, pull that picture up Because it's so bizarre People All need of to those see it.
1: dudes Dressed with wigs on Back in the day
0: Yeah but this is When they were babies They dressed oh. him as a baby when, As a girl When he was a baby Why? They just did it back then They used then. to do that they Back to, in the day was that normal
2: High heels were actually Made for men And stuff like that Like we They
0: used to dress That's why really? they love
1: them now Really?
0: Yeah. That's why they love him?
1: Now. <laughs> Think about it. You can take a gay man. He'd do yeah, makeup yeah. and hair and yeah. dress way better than normal, like a regular female.
0: Has that been Snopes? Did we ever run Who that through that? Snopes? Theodore Roosevelt, supposedly. That's a boy? Yeah. Okay. okay. So, no, that's a then, lie.
2: Yeah, it says so.
0: Okay, let's see. Roosevelt dressed as a girl debunked.
2: Theodore Roosevelt.
0: Let's see. It wasn't always... Wow, it's true. Yeah. That's true. What? The, the, the That is in an actual... It's in the Atlantic. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the photographs uh, about girls, uh, or boys, rather, dressing up as girls. Yep. That's totally true. He had shoulder-length hair and a hat trimmed with a marabou feather. But it not because he was a gender bender, um... The Unexpected Childhood Look is a reminder that our cultural norms about gender-specific clothing for children are a surprisingly recent historical development. Wow, that is interesting, man. It was 1884. He was two and a half years old. And boys wore dresses until age six or seven, which was also the time of their first haircut. Wow, that's so weird. Franklin's outfit was considered gender neutral. So that outfit pull that outfit up again. That outfit was considered gender neutral at the time.
1: What outfit?
0: The outfit that he was wearing where we think it looks like a girl. (laughs)
1: Look
0: at that. That's that was gender neutral.
1: That was a girl. Look
0: cute yeah, look at his little booty shoe. And his his hair. They didn't cut your hair except like Mo style across your face so that you can see where you're going, you go. going. Well, white
1: babies still look like that. Uh.
2: That's <laughs> on the com. also, that all this, yeah. where they
1: talk
0: about all the pink and blue stuff. You
1: really detail. Mm-hmm. Jesus.
0: Yeah, t- that is that detailed?
1: I mean, for the Google, between pink and blue, I, I personally don't give a fuck. When you wanna, <laughs> but I'm learning a lot here. When you want I mean,
0: that's fascinating to me. It's, fa- it's absolutely fascinating to me. I was watching Fox News. We talked about this before, about those women you that are on Fox, Fox News. News. No, not because I believe in it, just because it's fascinating. Uh, I, I, lo- I watch it too. I love people that are convinced of anything. I want to be convinced of God. I watch religious shows. I like people that convinced there's no God. I watch atheist shows. I, I like watching people convinced, just to study their patterns. But um, watching Fox News is always fascinating to me, because it's like this weird look into another world that I don't ever hang out in. you know, I don't know these people. but these women are so hot. And they're they're so leggy there's so much naked legs going on and i was thinking if a man dressed like that on tv it would be a fucking sh- it would be a sin like you would that if a guy dressed even remotely like one of those women on television it would be front page news it'd be like what so the what fuck has society a, fallen to
1: so if a man came in with like male ups short on, i mean really tight Yeah, but that's not—see,
0: shorts are one thing. These women, there's no short. There's no pants you have to pull down. You just lift their skirt up and start fucking. It's right there. Their vagina is—there's a (laughs) tiny little piece of, like, see-through cloth— Oh. They're on
1: Fox. These they have tiny little dresses on. Well, that's what make people tune in. You flipping through the channel, and you see a six. Holy fuck! Exactly. You know you're gonna stop, and you don't care what they're saying. I mean, look at Sarah Palin. Exactly. She, they think she's fucking hot.
0: Well, she was hotter back in the day. She was prettier. She's she's starting to hit the wall. And now, I mean, but now people think weird. she's hot. Yeah, but if you thought she was hot when she was running for president like six years ago, whatever it was, that would be kind of, she was kind of hot back then. You know, That's like more just, of a
2: power thing also, I think, maybe.
0: Well, it was a fucking God bless America sort of a thing, son. She's First of all, she's a rugged outdoorsman, lives in Alaska, okay? <laughs> Woman's been a hunter her whole life, and she's kind of pretty. Bitch not kill
1: fish. Well, you know what
0: she would do, allegedly? They would uh, shoot a caribou and then they would uh, call her for a photo op, and she yeah. would. They would. She would get out of her car. They'd hand her the gun. She'd stand down there over the body. They take a photo, and she'd hop back in the car and drive off. <laughs> like they they would uh, They would shoot an animal just specifically to make her look like a hunter.
1: I know what a caribou is. You know what a caribou is. A deer.
0: Yeah, it's a rainbow, a reindeer rather.
1: I guess that, but oh fuck.
0: Yeah, that's what a caribou is. You know, like when Santa has those reindeer, that's those are caribou. Uh, in the deer family
1: caribou didn't come to the ghetto
0: so. no no Mm-mm. they barely come to alaska you gotta go find them <laughs> they're uh you know they're we didn't in-
1: believe reindeers laying on your house if you was getting gifts and somebody showed up it was a fucking santa claus with a pet bull did you ever teach your kids about santa claus or did you just i told
0: them uh, it's all bullshit <laughs> <laughs> it's all bullshit <laughs>
1: <laughs> I tell you When I moved in My white neighborhood I'm in the, I'm in the Walmart one day And my son was talking about Getting something for Christmas I, He was talking about Santa I was like It ain't no fucking Santa Okay Just tell me what you want And I'll buy it. So How old, this white, were
0: you, how old were you, was he at the time?
1: He probably was like 10 so a lady a white lady in line was like, How dare you not say it's a Santa? I was like, bitch, he ain't brought me no money. Mind your own business, white woman. The fuck is you talking about? You want my son to grow up and bleed some nice fat chubby white dude just gonna show up and leave toy. I don't even got a fucking ch- chimney. I got an electric fly place. How the fuck he gonna get in my house?
0: Exactly. How the fuck is he gonna get in your He's house? He's not
1: gonna get in my house. So she's like, Don't don't not tell kids it's not Santa. I put up a tree because it's cute.
0: Yeah, isn't that funny that you have to like that has to be told? That's a lie that we all agree you have to tell children. It's Easter fun. Bunny, it's the
1: Tooth Fairy. You would catch I would catch my stepdad in now taking my fucking tooth and put five dollars up on there. And when I wake up, my mama want to the five dollars so she can get high. Wow. So I'm like, all these teeth you lost and did no fucking Tooth Fairy come out and leave you no money?
0: Yeah, the Tooth Fairy is the weirdest one. What
1: is it? Easter Bunny, the Tooth Fairy. Santa Claus, what's the other one?
0: Um Easter Bunny, Tooth Fairy, Santa Claus. Secretary's Day.
1: Secretary Day? What the fuck you gotta do with Holiday? That's a failed attempt at oh, a joke. My mother in law won't won't uh won't celebrate Halloween because she's super Christian and that's the devil's birthday. Whoa. Your mother in law says that? <laughs> yeah. So she's like, don't buy masks. It's demons and masks. I'm like, shut the fuck up. You can't buy masks.
0: There's demons mask, and masks. Yeah. Well, what if it's a mask of like, you know, <sighs> Pokio or something? It's a
1: demon. You shouldn't have, you shouldn't like, my mother in law, like, you shouldn't have, like, you know how people have those fat elephants and shit on their flow? Mm-hmm. You can't have that because they carry demons. Hold up.
3: <laughs> Wait
1: a Um,. Fat
0: elephants on their floor carry demons. What
1: you know? You know how you go in people's houses and they have those uh, those glass elephants and shit uh-huh. and tigers laying on the floor. You been in yeah. black houses with yeah. the, the black leather sculpture, couch and like a sculpture. Yeah, yeah that shit you can't have those. No, not around my mother in law. She said that stuff carries demons. She's super safe. Sculptures carry demons. Well, she that I don't know where she gets this shit from. Really read that one.
0: That's a tough one. Like you know, someone makes a sculpture. Like the the eagle sculpture in San Francisco. Imagine I mean, that's just eagle like sculptures. I grew
1: up I grew up in like my mama had a Jesus picture. Every black household had a Jesus Christ and a Molly the King picture. You wasn't black if you didn't have those fucking two pictures in your house. How
0: come nobody knows who Rosa Parks is? Nobody so, knows what she looks like. I got this photo of Rosa <laughs> Parks mugshot up on the wall and everybody thinks that it's uh, a Chinese a, an lady Asian lady or something. That's who I thought she was. I just don't understand. I I don't. I don't know how that's not a famous person. How's that not a famous person? It's a famous. She is a person. famous person once you right. told me
1: who she was.
0: But how's it not like recognizable, like Martin Luther King, recognizable, Malcolm X, recognizable. If you saw his photo. she's biracial. Is that what it is? She's
1: probably biracial.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah, she's definitely biracial. Yeah. Just by the, her coloration. But I, I don't know. Just it'd probably be better instead of doing that. Well, you could do that. But uh, it's hard to zoom in on that. Yeah, there you go. That's what Rosa Parks looked like. Nobody knows. So she was... Uh,
1: she the lady that said no.
0: She said, fuck this. I'm sitting right here. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Became famous. Boy, they fucking... Nobody
1: asked her to move. She looked white. Nobody asked her to move, oh, but they, they said they asked her to
0: move. <laughs> I think in that at that time, it's like she was the tipping point, you know? There's I'm glad I was people- in those
1: days. Can you imagine? Imagine
0: when they had whites only fountains and shit.
1: My daddy always talked about that shit. He he passed about three years ago when I brought him to Indianapolis to live with me. And my daddy really never lived around white people. So when my son, all his friends was white. So my daddy would say like, Pat, you got to get Gary. He out there pulling them little cracker kids on his motorcycle. And I'm like, daddy, nobody say that shit anymore. He was he had a slave mentality.
0: Well, if you stop and thought about it for a second, like how, mo- how recent slavery was, it really kind of freaks you out. Because that was 1865 they made slavery illegal. That is not that long ago. No. That is not that long ago. That is weird. That's less than 200 years. Stop and think about that. 1865. Was- that's not that long ago. If you lived to be a hundred years, if, you, if you're if you a hundred years old today, okay, and that means that in 1914, you were born, okay? If you were born in 1914, a hundred years before that, 1814, slavery is legal as fuck. Yeah. So that's like two generations, you know, grandfather to father to, gra- to you know, like if you go back like two more generations before that, that's not that many people. That's yeah. like- a guy has give um, uh, a woman gives birth to a child. the The child gets raised, has children of his own, and then you know maybe has five children.
1: generations. Maybe,
0: maybe, maybe, five maybe. Generations. And the, but the people that are alive, like the the patterns of people that are alive, birth to death, birth to death. There's only three, three generations of birth to death, and you got. I mean, not. A guy giving birth, you know, a, a, a woman giving birth to her own child and him giving birth to his own child. But a person living from birth to death, the next pe- person being born birth to death, there's only three. That's not that long. And that was buying people. You could just buy them. Yeah. You could take them. You could fuck them. You could kill them. You could do whatever you wanted. There wasn't any laws. They were yours. They were your property. Yeah. They would just tell you if you beat them, they tell you not to beat them as much. You know? I don't
1: fucking know I wasn't around. But
0: I couldn't imagine.
2: Yeah. Could, could you even imagine? Can you imagine owning a person in your backyard?
0: Well, it's fucked is when you hear there's just as much slavery today as there was during during 1865. If you, like, looked at the world, the well, whole you, world as far as the numbers. Well, what
1: about all this sex slave shit going mm-hmm. on with the younger kids? I heard a lot of those kids, they like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I heard. Uh, well, I will say I liked it, but I don't think those kids like it. <laughs> he wouldn't let me go home, Of course Joe. they don't like it. Of course
0: they don't like it. <laughs> Imagine that someone would justify sex slavery. Like, look, look, look. There's other problems in the world. Okay, <laughs> we have an energy problem. There's global warming. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's
1: probably that's how they look at it. Look, you had it bad. Your mama didn't have shit. Come on over here, suck a few dicks. Let me feed you.
0: Well, you made it work. You, you, you were like a person who was. I mean, you were sex, sexually molested. If you were having sex with a man in his twenties and you're yeah. 14, or you were 12 at the time when 12. it first started. You're being
1: sexually molested. You made it work. But it was good sexually molested. It was horrible. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I shouldn't give him credit for that, but but... It was good? Unemployed. Unemployed black men are the... Can fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's Lord, awful. I hope my husband don't listen. To this. That's awful. I hope he's not listening too. I really want to see know.
2: photos of this. Don't you want to see? Because I really want to see what you a twelve, no, 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 a twelve-year-old. That's a bro. Oh, 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 no, They're
1: coming to they come into right. your
0: house. <laughs> You
1: better. you better go to jail, you nasty ass. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. What
0: he means is a 12-year-old that looks like a grown woman. Yeah, I want
2: to see. Like, I, w- like, I want to see. Do you have boobs? Or are you holding like a teddy bear and looking
0: I
1: back show, at can it? Can I show you me at 16? Yeah. Well, yeah, that'll work. Let's see if I can get this fucking phone. I can show you me at 16. You know what God. was crazy? I was a, I was a drug dealer on this picture, so my daughter was like, uh, you don't look like I expected you to look. And I was like, well, what do you expect? You know, gold teeth. And I was like, I wasn't fucking up my teeth. Is you fucking crazy? You know, that was the most, that was the biggest scam in the ghetto. Those dentists were putting teeth, gold teeth on those crooked ass black people teeth when they should say, hey, dude, take this dope money and get some braces first before you fucking cram these, before you cram these golds on these ragged ass teeth. So you be at the club and this motherfucker got teeth in his mouth looking like a piranha, but he griffled <laughs> out. you like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> okay, explain that to me because I'm white. What is it about gold teeth? What, like, it's not about that, gold teeth. Black
1: people are flashy. We like gold. Right. We like shit that shines. Why is that? Because we want to stand out. And I I, I, I tell you, we, with we, we, black people, we want you to know we got it because you really you come from not having it so mm-hmm. when you get it you tell the fucking world because i was just telling my friends i said what is it with black people that are run out and buy buy thousand dollar jeans and you fucking got a food stamp card but your pocketbook costs eight hundred dollars you know, you gotta fucking you gotta get a name brand purse. Or you get a knockoff name brand purse for two hundred dollars and it ain't even fucking real leather and it don't have no value. Just so people can say, I'm told the to Michael Cole, I'm told to Louis Vuitton. Well, we know it's not Louis Vuitton, cause your fucking car is raggedy and your <laughs> teeth is crooked and you got a bad weave, bitch, and you got a lot of kids behind you. You don't buy a Louis Vuitton if you're fucking you got four or five kids. It don't work like that. Them bad start at two grand. But a Louis Vuitton is
0: like not like a Ferrari. Like if you get a fake louis vuitton what happens it doesn't hold shit you know it holds shit
1: for them and they act like it's real you know what i mean like if you
0: have a fake ferrari you know you're not driving very fast who the fuck got a fake ferrari (laughs) oh they have fake Ferraris. they fall apart the purses fall apart very fast i bet in china they're making fake ferraris right now in a goddamn assembly line i bet there's dudes out there that have fake
1: ferraris that don't even know they have fake ferraris it's probably totally possible i never heard of a fake ferrari but i know about some fake bags and want to be flashy and you know, and I, I was going to get a gr- gold grill when I was a drug dealer, but I had a friend who was like, you're not always going to do this shit, and you have really nice teeth, so why would you fuck them up?
0: So if you did get gold teeth, they have to, like, chip out the outside of it and then no, cover it with is gold? No, they,
1: uh-uh, they, they, what they do is they—what uh, they do is they—my brother had beautiful teeth. I mean, he could have did a fucking Colgate commercial, and he went and got a gold, and they, they, they fucking moved his front teeth and put a gap there so they can push uh, the gold up, uh, and he decided, uh, I don't like this shit— this country-ass brother of mine put a pin in his mouth and ripped the gold off his teeth. Ow! What Did about a bleed? <laughs> No, I didn't it didn't bleed. He was just, my brother, a hillbilly. I, I got two brothers with the same name, and they're not twins. Their name is Anthony and Tony, and that's their real fucking name. <laughs> 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 and you know what, Joe, I didn't even know that. I didn't even recognize that until my husband was like, Pat, why do your brothers have the same name? <laughs> I was like, my fucking brothers don't have the same name. Their name is Anthony and Tony. He was like, Pat, that's the same name. I was like, what the fuck? That is the same name. You know what else is the same name? What? John and
0: Jack. Well, they not what?
1: John and Jack. It's, yeah. Is
0: it? John F. Kennedy was Jack Kennedy. Yeah. John F. Kennedy was Jack. John they called him Jack Kennedy.
2: That makes no sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's one of the weirdest ones. That's a weird one. It's a yeah. weird abbreviation. But that abbreviation is not always used. Like, um, I know a Jack that was born Jack. Like, on his birth certificate, it says Jack. But John is the, you know, the nickname of John is Jack. It's a J-O-H-N. So here I am, like young. Oh, I don't know. It's a good question. You're at 16 in this photograph? I'm that's probably my 15.
1: And here's I him. That. It's
0: one of a kind. <laughs> Let me see that. That's you at 16? With him. And that's the dude? That's the grown-ass man I had the baby by. Wow. That's crazy. That's the dude that shot you? That's the dude that shot me. Well, this is hard to see because it's kind of a an old picture. Yeah. But what did you do to this phone? Broke, Did you shoot okay. this phone? I broke the shit at Lowe's. <laughs> at the hardware store? Yeah. Is that a note? Yeah, that that's was. a note. Those are great, aren't they?
1: Yeah, for I old people those. like me who wants to see. Those are great for going online though.
0: Looking at web pages, you can't yeah. beat it. You can't beat it for that.
1: So here's me as a drug dealer. Oh, I show you my kids. <laughs>
0: Unfortunately, this is a podcast that people listen to.
1: I'm showing it to you, I know. I know,
0: but I'm saying that uh, I wish that everybody who listens could get a a photograph of this. That's your kids right here? Uh Uh-huh. That's me
1: like 16.
0: Wow. That's crazy. You at 16 with two kids, and one of them looks like it's six. (laughs) I'm not even fucking around. (laughs) <laughs> That's crazy. That's a child with children.
1: That's a child with children. Wow, you have a
0: crazy <laughs> life, Miss Pat.
1: Yes, I do. How did you how
0: did you choose the name, Miss Pat? How'd you go with Miss Pat?
1: Because I was going to name myself Rabbit, but that was Rabbit. too close to my drug dealing life. Right. And so I didn't want to come to the stage Rabbit. That's just too fucking black. Right. So, I like, <laughs> 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 so I was like, well, what can I call myself? And at that time, when I started being a comedian, I still had the, the little vending business at the dome, And all my daughter school uh, classmate works for me. So everybody called me Miss Pat. So I was like, well, that'll make people respect me, Miss Pat pat so i i was like okay the kids naming that's a good one i like miss Pat my name is patricia it's very I mean, well,
0: It's very easy to remember too and it's it's unique to you and you
1: automatically know i'm black <laughs>
0: it could be j like an asian
1: no you automatically yeah. know i'm miss
0: pat that could be an asian a crazy asian chick who wears tight leather clothes or gay asian dude
1: no Ms. i've pat? walked up on people like in, in mainstream rooms they was like who performed tonight it was like miss pat uh miss pat gotta be black it's gotta be some def jam and i'm standing i'm like no bitch (laughs) fuck is you talking about white boy with your cat jokes with your cat Cat jokes jokes. i fucking hate cat jokes
2: (laughs) why do you hate cat jokes
1: because if you go to a mainstream club all you fucking hear is cat jokes i'm like can (laughs) one of you fucking white boys rob a bank so you can be more fucking (laughs) interested you gifted bastards Gifted bastards. Yeah, G- you gifted, like privileged privileged bastards. Yeah. I don't want to hear your cat. You don't want to <laughs> fucking change your litter box. Hey, come on. Let's rob a grocery <laughs> store, bitch, so we can eat. <laughs> let's do some real life shit.
0: What kind of cat jokes are you here? Is this Indianapolis cat? Jokes? No,
1: everywhere I go, they got <laughs> cat jokes and I don't fucking tell a cat joke in front of me. It fucking drives my vagina.
0: You out. need to go on stage at the UCB.
1: What the fuck is that?
0: That's the hipster club. As a dude, dudes wear cardigans and they, they all oh. have cats. Everyone has cats. They put cats I know. in their No. Fucking cat. I have, I have two cats. You do? I, I have fucking... two cats, two dogs, and 24 chickens.
1: What the fuck do you live in California with chickens? I live. I got to tell you my you. chicken joke. You got a chicken story? Yeah. I, my mama had one chicken in the backyard. She had a lot of them, but she eventually killed them all. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. So, we. I. When my life was so bad, I would go outside every day and just tell this chicken everything. You know, Cuckoo, my mama ain't shit. This bitch is (laughs) shooting at us. I hate this bitch. His name was Cuckoo. Cuckoo. His name was Cuckoo. I fucking hated it. My mama, so I would talk to this chicken. And you know, a chicken walking around eating shit off the ground. I really thought he was concerned and was listening to me. So, (laughs) honestly, I come home from school and this bitch got my chicken. My only friend that was listening to my pain by the neck and getting ready to kill him. And the chicken eyes is big and i'm looking at the chicken and he looking at me and i'm like nigga did you snitch on me and she gonna fucking (laughs) kill me next (laughs) and she killed that chicken and she made me eat it Wow. wow that was well you know that's what a lot of people have chickens for they kill them and eat them but i didn't know i made friends with it so i that's why i don't have a chicken for a pet i don't have a dog because i i had a dog named pup 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 and Cuckoo and Pop Pop. Cuckoo and Pop pup. I used to love the fuck out of him. So when Ronald Reagan got reelected, Pop Pop got upset about the election, I assumed, and jumped out the back porch with a change on the neck and fucking hung himself. Wow. That's why I won't vote Republican, because to this <laughs> day, I say Ronald Reagan killed my fucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> he about suicide because of Reagan.
0: Hey, I almost moved to Canada because of George Bush really i thought about that shit when he re-won when he won in 2004 i was like this is this is a crazy place to live i gotta get out of here when he re-won i was seriously thinking about going to vancouver and i was on tv at the time i was like i i would have been hard for me to move to canada and still come back and do fear factor but i was like this is not this is a insane place to live we gotta get out of here i was totally convinced we had to get out of here
1: i was gonna try to get all my friends
0: to move to vancouver too
1: I mean, they all say they're going to do shit for us, but in the end, we are going to get fucked about them. They don't give a fuck about us. They just want to buy nice meals, nice suits, and do the fuck they want to do. I wonder. People don't care about people anymore. When I was little, Joe, you could go to the black church and eat on Sunday for free for years until Ronald Reagan got reelected. <laughs> then, I'm telling you, he fucked us up because after that, they started charging $5 for the meal. And I haven't, I haven't been back to the church since. Five bucks seems reasonable, but not when you live where I fucking yeah. live in the eighties.
0: Right? Oh, the on 80s. food stamps, well, I got fruit in the 80s once was like a month. Bucks, right? That was like ten dollars. Right? Mm-hmm.
1: Probably twenty in my neighborhood. Eat, eat, we didn't. Eat. We didn't even eat fucking fruit. We ate you, beans every fucking day. But don't you think that like
0: times are tough and prices for things are expensive and people? Would, do you really think that people don't care about people anymore?
1: No, they don't. Really? They but don't cut you? your throat. Yeah, but I care you? about people. Okay, if you my person? friend. If you my friend, you my fucking friend. All right, are we fucking friends or what? We are not fucking friends. No, I we're mean, friends. Well, you said my fucking friend. You oh, said okay, that. Oh, okay, okay. You scared? Not words. I am. Yeah. If you my friend, you my friend. I mean, and I'll do anything for you. I'm not a two faced type bitch. I'm down with you.
0: Okay. So, but
1: people say they down with you to get what you got. Some. They- some but yeah. there's there's every, you could say that about And in people. this business in this bi- this is a cutthroat for this is almost like getting a drive by in the hood. I disagree. You know why? Why are you here then?
0: You're here because we want to help you. We you here because we found I mean, we found we heard about, about you, you but this is the business. The, this business I mean, some is some right, people
1: do help. I'm not saying everybody's business, like that.
0: This business is going on right now. In this room is this business. hmm And in this business, we're just trying to help you, so that's bullshit. What uh, that's you this? Can this find is this? This is this around? No, 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 no. You can find those people. This is this. Uh, this is my thoughts on this business. Yeah, you can find those people mm-hmm. in this business, but you could find those people everywhere. You could also find people that are nice. Yes, I, I really believe people. There's more nice people than people give credit for because the negative instances stand out. It's like when people talk about like online, like commenters on YouTube and shit like that. Think about what percentage of people that is. Like, everyone's like, there's a perfect example that society's doomed. Go read. Like, I was reading something about Floyd Mayweather the other day. Floyd Mayweather took a picture with his new girlfriend, and, mm-hmm. and
1: the fucking comments were so bad. Now I think that is evil. When you get on YouTube or you get on and you talk about Beyonce, baby hair, I was like, these people are human. Like people would say shit to me, and I like I did a podcast and I talked about putting drugs in my baby panties, and everybody at the time was tweeting you to get me on. So this dude was like, why would you want her on Joe Rogan when she put drugs in my baby panties? I said, hold on, bitch. I was fifteen years old at the time. Have you thought about? Where I was in my life At that time I said plus Don't judge me bitch You probably like Fucking frozen cucumbers Up your ass But nobody's coming Over your house Trying to pull Frozen cucumbers Out your ass I'm not judging you because you That's very like- specific <laughs> <laughs> <So if> Frozen <laughs> cucumbers How do you know How Man, can you make that call Why I mean, frozen Because if he doesn't Have frozen cucumbers Up his ass He's <laughs> in the Your break. entire argument Is invalid <laughs> I mean well, people People do They, they write ugly stuff right. I mean Sometimes I look Because at- they
0: don't have To deal with you face to face yeah that's that's see that's not a normal way to communicate with people you, people get a free shot at you like you're miss pat you know you're on the internet you're on a, a video they see it and they can just start talking shit for free and more than one It's not one on one Like if you were doing that In a room Say like
1: I would if, knock They fucking ass out But it wouldn't out. happen Listen No if it you wouldn't in happen. The, if,
0: if you're in a room Like say if you were in a room And you're talking to me And then mm-hmm. someone Who's a YouTube commenter Was sitting right there And listening to you talk you, you say, Someone who would say Something awful about you On YouTube If they were sitting Right next to you They wouldn't say They wouldn't shit. say Shit Yeah They wouldn't say shit And if they did say shit If they did say something rude You'd be like Where the fuck Are you <laughs> coming from Why are you coming at me I'm not First of all I'm not talking about you i'm not talking to you this doesn't concern you so why are you making some sort and then you'd have a conversation with that person and they would be shown to be retarded and then it would be done but they could just leave it on youtube that comment is permanent yes that, this moron statement that's not supposed to happen in nature it's just not when you think about how many people that is though that's a small what percentage of the people comments on youtube videos is it even one People don't have a fucking life. 1%, yeah but what is the number I mean, is Who it knows? one tenth of one percent? Is it even that?
2: You could just look at the likes and dislikes of every video and that pretty much sums it up.
0: Yeah, likes and dislikes is pretty easy, but comments sometimes are interesting. Sometimes they're engaged. Like we talked about that with Lewis from Unbox Therapy, that sometimes he gets people that are like really knowledgeable and they're interesting and they have discussions in the in the comments. But it's the shit like on Floyd May where they're talking about his girlfriend, I was like, Whoa. They jealous. Is, not just jealous hateful and they're also they're 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 giving in to their situation they're giving in to that this guy is rich and famous and a superstar and successful and i am less i will never be in his position yeah. so i want to take free shots He's at him I'm gonna throw rocks. Cause they would him. never say
1: that in his face. That's like when they was going around saying, "Comb Beyonce baby hair." Who the fuck are you to tell the Beyonce that baby is more richer than all you motherfuckers I know? If that baby want to have nappy hair, her parents want her to have na- that baby hair was nappy or whatever you want to call it. She still looked better than your fucking baby who was born on Medicaid, bitch. <laughs>
0: Well, again, if the baby wasn't born on Medicaid, your argument <laughs> is invalid, and they go, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm but just I know saying, saying. Period. I know exactly. I mean,
1: what you're people pick at people, and they don't realize that you, when you say stuff like that, they can hear it. Well, it's just it's stupid.
0: It's just a stupid. It's a it's it's a it's a situation that's never supposed to happen. Human beings are supposed to communicate with each other. They're not supposed yeah. to just communicate. And when you just communicate, no one's there. And you can just say whatever you want. There's no repercussions. You're in an echo chamber. You don't even have the fucking name that you have. Like, you're you're 69 Eat Me. That's your YouTube name, you know? So 69 Eat Me has all these uh, things that they say, and they can say fucked up shit on every video they find online. They're not even a real person. And they could have 20 of those names. They could do whatever they want. Like That situation doesn't exist in nature. But it doesn't mean that people are fucked up. It means that there's an avenue for fucked up people to express themselves that didn't exist before, and there's evidence
1: of that. I had a fat girl one time. I was on Bob and Tom, and I said... Some stuff like, oh my husband don't think I'm funny. Da da da. You know I don't like being fat. Cause fat girls like to eat all the time. So this lady sent me like a long ass email. How dare you talk about the fat girl? And why is you on that clansman show with them white dudes? And you this? And fat girls are sexy. And she sent me all these fucking coupons. Then she sent me all these fucking uh little things for clothes for fat girls. All of them was fucking leopard. And I don't put on no leopard anyway. Leopard. And, yeah, leopard Everything and tiger. Was leopard? That's what fat girls wear. Leopards and tiger. They want them to look like animals so you can shoot the shit out of them and so I was why do they always wear leopards look at Lane Bryant and Ashley Stewart they always fucking everything is animal print I think they trying to kill us (laughs) (laughs) I don't wear that shit I wear black
0: Okay, big. Okay, uh, so look at big girls print, clothes. Big girls.
1: I'm telling you. So she sent me this jumper, and she was like, "Big girls are sexy," and so I was gonna tear her ass <laughs> up. And my husband talked me out of it.
0: What you need to do is you need to write a bit about big girls wearing animal I do print. have a bit. Do you have a bit about that? Yeah. You need. I need to hear that bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's
1: so true. It's they so fi- true. Hey, I- it is. Look at it. I told giant you. Giant girl G- with
0: leopard titties. Titties.
1: <laughs> oh, look. Everything wow. tiger and animals and zebra z- zebra pants. Why is that? I don't know why they think we want to look like a bear or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I said leopard and I said bear. Leopard bear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: that is a weird thing. Maybe it's like an attempt, an appeal at uh, the
1: animalistic side. I don't side know, to but I hate it. Attractive. I don't buy leopard panties. I don't, I mean, I just think. <laughs> I'm serious. My husband don't want to see my big old ass walk around no leopard panties and no leopard bra. And mm. then I got stomach hanging over the front of that. He don't want to see that shit. No. No, I don't buy like like Valentine's Day. Look Valentine's Day. It always a pink and red leopard lingerie lingerie for fat girls. I'm not putting myself in that shit. I'm no. I'm not doing it. No lingerie. No, I sleep in a t shirt. (laughs) Okay. With my panties on. Don't be angry at me. (laughs) No, I'm past the lingerie part, baby. When (laughs) I lost my virginity in the Uh, graveyard, I'm done. uh lingerie is over now seeing your husband
0: lose all his weight and go vegan does that make you want to do anything yeah but i'm lazy
1: <laughs> <laughs> you gotta know your boundaries i'm lazy. i need a sponsor y'all send me some not, free you're not, food. but I you're I not am. lazy because do- you hustle i hustle my ass off so how does that work that, everybody got that one thing that they can't accomplish right off and that for me is losing weight i, I just mm. lost 30 pounds on Nutrisystem, and so you know what I don't have three hundred dollars this month. I quit. I was fucking Nutrisystem food is still at the house. I went straight to Chick Fil A.
0: What is Nutrisystem? How's that work?
1: They send you like they healthy send food? you healthy foods and meals, and it works if you can afford it. I but I missed one gig and I couldn't afford it no one more. gig.
2: I think Weight Watchers is the best. Ba- have you ever tried Weight Watchers? Oh, I, I can't to count, Watchers. I
1: can't count no fucking points. I'm busy. No, but you haven't <laughs> <You> have <laughs> I, I got a GD. I can't keep up with that kind of shit. I just, moved my niece, <laughs> I just moved my niece and her four kids in. I ain't got time to be counting shit. I, got, I can't do that. I need something you can pop in the microwave, eat it, and then go on about your business.
0: Yeah, but if you had, like, this is what I believe. I believe that you're going to be very successful. That's what I believe. Absolutely. Thank you. You're going to have crazy, crazy money. And uh, when you do, are you gonna get like a A private chef, a personal train, and a chef, yeah, to cook you like healthy meals? And then I'm gonna ring a bell, ding, ding,
1: ding, bring me my thousand
0: calories. Miss Pat shrivel up, (laughs) or are we gonna see Miss Pat say thank you very much for the healthy meal, and you shut your door and bolt it, and then pull a drawer out from underneath (laughs) your bed (laughs) and you. Start
1: stacking cakes and <laughs> Twinkies no, and Snickers no. bars. No? If I can get half of my sixth grade figure back. Half <laughs> hell, of it. Just half of just it. I used to be 140 pounds.
0: Wow.
1: Oh, God. And nice round titties and both nipples. That was a good old day. <laughs> this is <You> slowly, <laughs>
0: Slowly work your way back to that. We can make this happen. Healthy. What you going to do? Just shoot healthy. at me? Oh. <laughs> make me run?
1: Just, just it costs to eat yourself. healthy. It does. Well, you know what? I was eating healthy. Then I moved my niece in. My niece was homeless with four kids. She's 23 years old. So I said, okay. I raised her for 10 years. Her mama came back and fucked up her life. So I went home for Christmas, and I fucking got my niece, four (laughs) kids, and I I just started back eating. I was so stressed out. I mean, Mm -hmm. how do you bring five people into your house? Kids literally had no shoes, no nothing, and- I took everything I had to get these kids back together. I mean, these kids were so behind on their shots. Her four-year-old was getting newborn shots. Oh, my God. So I had, I mean, I think that that brought on a lot of stress, and I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to start back I'm here. sure, I'm sure. Yeah. Stress is a
0: fucker, and when you hit stress, the first thing you do when you hit, like, a real bad patch is to go back to whatever comforts you. Yeah. For some people, it's food. For some people, it's cigarettes. For some people, it's
1: booze, you know. And I need to lose weight. Oh, my God. I just... A hundred pounds would do me justice. You're
0: too funny. We got to keep you healthy. You're yeah, too you're funny. Right. We got to keep you healthy.
1: I won't drop dead. When
0: are you back here again? We got to do this again. We ran out of time. We just Whenever did three hours. Remember, oh, we did? Yep.
1: Fuck, I feel like I've been here for 30 I minutes. Know, it's
0: crazy. It just flew by. Three um, hours is over.
1: I don't know. Whenever <laughs> you call for me, I'll you be tell, here.
0: You got an open invitation anytime you want to come on. Anytime. Well, Anything. You.
1: Can I promote my website? Fuck and yeah, stuff? please do. Y'all please. Y'all know my Twitter Comedian Miss Pat. Comedian Miss Pat Facebook comedienne, Instagram. Comedian,
0: like as in girl comedian. Yeah, as in girl comedian. That's comedienne. a very controversial thing. Like a lot of comedian female comedians, they just say I'm a fucking comedian, I'm not a comedian. Well,
1: I asked my friend who had the college degree. I was like, oh, I need you to spell comedian the girl right." So she googled <laughs> it. <laughs> so, well, the good know. thing is if you just type in
0: MSPAT, it comes up. M S P A T. Yeah. And
1: I have a um Instagram, Facebook, and my website is Miss Pack Comedy. Pat yeah, Miss I want to uh, do a couple of dates. Yeah, please,
0: please, please join please. me at, at
1: Toledo, Ohio, uh, August yes. 8th through ninth at last. I'll be at the Funny Bone one night only. So it's very important that you come out to the Funny Bone. I want to show them that I have some fans. Which Funny Bone? Um, Atlanta? Hell no, it's the uh, oh. Dayton. Dayton. Dayton, Dayton, Funny. Dayton Funny Bone, yeah. Funny Bone, Atlanta is a good spot. We ain't got no funny bone in Atlanta. Don't they? No, no we I got know. an punch improv punchline. Punchline, punch punch yeah. They don't book me yet. Funny so, bone
0: is uh, Columbus. Columbus, funny bone. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, and the you Dayton. I'm in Dayton. Dayton. And Zaney's August twenty eighth through the thirty first. Chicago. Chicago.
0: Good yeah, room.
1: Great room. And Oklahoma City. Uh, Oklahoma City. I'll be there September the tenth through the thirteenth. At the Looney Beans. Is all this on your website? All of this is on my website MissPatComedy.com. MissPatComedy.com. Thank you so much. This has thank been a lot you of for fun. I really, really appreciate it. And thank you to the fans who got me here. And I want to thank my friend Avery. At Morty's Comedy Joint, because he told me three years ago, he said, if you get on Joe Rogan, some shit might happen. <laughs> and I said, Who the fuck is Joe Rogan? <laughs> and beautiful. look, I'm here. Beautiful. Awesome. Avery made it real. Avery right. diligent at Morty's Comedy Joint. And and give a big shout out to uh Randy, who's helping me with a project in Indy.
0: That was a beautiful podcast. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. I really thank y'all really, really for having
1: that. me. Am I the first black woman? Uh, no No Tiffany well, Tiffany, well, Tiffany wasn't on this though no, she, she was wasn't. on the other
0: one Ice House Chronicles Yeah Oh maybe Maybe
1: Oh shit I broke history I'm, we I'm the Rosa yes. Parks You might Park. be the
0: Rosa Parks of this podcast Hell yeah I think yeah. she is I feel like we're
1: Baby. Shut the fuck up, Red Bean. I'm the first one. (laughs) I thought his name was Red Bean, and I met him last night. It (laughs) is (laughs) now.
0: Guess what? It is Red Bean now. (laughs) (laughs) Now it is. (laughs) Uh, That shit's going to stick. All right, thanks to our sponsor. Thanks to Onnit.com. Go to O-N-N-I-T. Use the code word ROGAN and save 10% off any and all supplements. Also, thanks to NatureBox. Go get your yum yums on, folks. Rich and delicious and healthy and nutritious. Um, naturebox.com slash rogan. Go there and enjoy it. And if you don't get the sriracha cashews, you're a sucker. MC. Naturebox.com slash Rogan. Get fifty percent off your month's first box. And thanks also to stamps.com. Go to stamps.com. Use the code word J R E and save yourself some money. Much love, my friends. We'll be back soon. Take care, drive safe. Eat your vegetables. Big kiss. Mwah. Oh, August 1st, Ace Hotel and Theater, downtown LA. Joey Diaz, Duncan Trussell, and moi. Come laugh with us. See you soon. So my friend
1: Avery, I'm giving him a surprise. Party. Can I just tape you saying happy birthday? Avery?
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely.